Hey Siri, open Grinder. Say that, <laughs> and just see. Oh, my phone just did something. Let's oh, see. Let's see if it's opening Grinder. Oh no. Oh dear. No, no. Why do you have that app on there? everyone. Welcome to Sneaky Dragon. My name is David Dedrick. I'm Ian Boothby. And you look so startled. Do I? It's yeah. startled? Well, just when I started the show, you just kind of looked at me like, what? You're oh, starting okay. so no, fast, it's really, Dave. It started cold. We didn't do any uh, silence? We did silence. Oh, I missed it. I'm sorry. You were, you were in the room and neither I was I. I just assumed you were like angrily uh, staring at me. I didn't count that as uh, official silence. Because while well, you were gone getting a coffee, I went to the washroom. So I, f- I feel like somewhere in there, let's, let's adequate admit, silence. Let's, let's, let's be brutally honest uh, with our uh, listeners. We yeah. both have tummy troubles today. We do. We do. We're both uh, wearing our Spark shirts. Yes. Uh, and uh, yeah, you're showing me yours now. You've showed it already, but uh, once again, he's pulling up a top and what? revealing another top. I've got a hoodie with it on. Nice. Uh, our uh, our friend Heather Gilbraith uh, put up a picture of herself on Twitter wearing hers, which is the same color as the one that uh, Nina Matsumoto is wearing on Twitter uh, as well. So, uh, you know, listen, it is a Spark shirt day. It's Spark shirt day. Okay. If you uh, if you want your own Spark shirt, uh, what what is Sparks by the way? Oh, I'll tell you. It's a book that uh, Dave colored, I wrote, Nina Matsumoto drew. It's available at your local bookstore or oh, Amazon's true. or your whatnots. Uh, and uh, apparently, we're number four on the Canadian uh, the book charts uh, this this week. I don't know what goes into that, but I'll just accept it as hey, neat. Yeah, uh, but also uh, we have these shirts available. I know we used to uh, plug our uh, Sneaky Dragon shirts, but they're still available on SneakyDragon.com. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but if you want a Spark shirt, uh, enter the word Space Coyote, okay? Because that's that's the handle of Nina. And Sparks, a uh, little Sparks page will come up on your Google. Uh, yeah. Click on it, and you'll be directed to where to uh, purchase your Sparks merchandise, if you are so inclined. There you go. For sale through Tee Public. Yeah, and if you want a, a tummy ache, uh, eat what Dave and I eat. <laughs> apparently it gives us tummy troubles oh yeah i don't think i didn't eat anything out of the, is that what's going on mine is mine is typical of my my stomach i i suffer from not all the time but often oftentimes the need to go no matter where i am so you've my got body it says Steve, you have uh, drop what you're doing what's called an irritable bowel yep. which is also the same initials as my name <laughs> yes, I've often associated them. Oh, good. Yeah, you've got IB that's, problems. That's how I remember. That's how I remember it. No matter, no matter what. <laughs> um, yeah, I know all the places where you can use the bathroom quickly. In, oh, uh, what, what would you say is the best place to use the bathroom in Vancouver? I have a strong opinion on this. How about yourself? Well, mine is pretty specific because it's usually on the way home out of Vancouver. So the the uh, recreation center by Trout Lake is a good place to drop in on, on where you could just go in and use it, and no one says, "What are you doing?" Yep, that's that's true. We have yeah. a nice rec center behind the office here. We also have a couple of bathrooms in the office mm. uh, building here, yeah. uh, which have seen some terrible things. And <laughs> frankly, no one can judge you when you're in there. Mm. Um, nice. I'm going to say though, if you're if you're visiting Vancouver, yep. and you want to give yourself a treat, okay, here's the best. And you know, listen, this has been written up on in various books as well. The okay. best public bathroom okay. in Vancouver yep. is my strong opinion. Okay, you guys can like counter me on this if mm-hmm. you wish. Uh, Hotel Vancouver bathroom. So nice. Okay, I'm going to disagree with you there, actually. No, sir. No, mm. sir. It is so nice. You go okay. in and you got like, uh, you got big doors that you can see, that you can shut. That's lovely. It gives yeah. you the privacy. Okay. You got slats 
You got a slat situation. The, no the, one can look the in. The doors are louvered. That's true. Yeah. yeah they, they, uh, it's none of that weird Canadian thing where you go into a stall and they give you that, uh, half a centimeter, uh, where you can look straight through and mm. see the person inside. That's it's true. like, why do I need that? Why that's do I need true. to know that there's someone in there? Okay. I know there is. That's okay. a terrible, uh, Canadian thing we've got. Yeah. Uh, Hotel Vancouver, I'm going to say, what, what is your counter on that, sir? Well, my problem with the Hotel Vancouver bathroom is that it is a fancy bathroom. Oh, so fancy. But it's so small. It is a very, a very tiny place. Oh, I understand. Okay, well, there's three. There's one for the disabled, okay. which don't use that. No, no, I mean the entire bathroom itself is just kind of cramped. There's three. There's three uh, different there's, there's, three different bathrooms. How much space in do the you lobby? Need there? What are you doing? Your taxes? No, I just like a place where like I'm not. I don't feel like someone's going to bump into me while I'm washing my hands because they're walk, they're walking to a to a stall. Like I just want room. I want room to roam. I want room around me. Oh, you like like uh, to just a uh, free walk? I just want to. Yeah, I just want a place that. People, more than one person can be in there comfortably at one I time. I got to say, I just like the amount of privacy you get from those huge doors that I you understand. get to shut. That's true. And then, you it know, whatever nice. nightmare occurs, mm-hmm. uh, you know, no one's, again, no one's going to judge. Yeah. And there's there's gentlemen there, but they're having affairs. Sure. So who's going to, are they going to judge you? No, they want you to keep mum and they'll keep mum. And it's like, wow. you didn't see nothing. I didn't see nothing, just... Mr. Trump. You know, it's what you say. <laughs> and then uh, everyone uh, hushes up and we're all fine. Uh, I think believe me, Mr. Dennison. <laughs> that is true. Uh, the you know what? By the way, I hate that's the a fact good point. That, but almost is, any is it, bathroom is it Dennis Dennison or what is it? Dennis. What was so it? I, if that's it was the such case, a Marvel superhero name, is that right? Yeah. Well, it's the alliteration. It's the I would Peter say it's Parker, such a it's no the try. Bruce Banner. It's the yeah. You know. But it's a real no try. I mean, it's just like Dennis Den- Dennison. Den- Den- Dennison. Yeah, that's good enough. Yeah. Like it didn't go. Dennis What's wrong Peterson? with John Smith? What's wrong with that? <laughs> Well, when did we get beyond that? Mm, I guess that's true. When did we get beyond that? I believe it's been mocked so so roundly. It was even mocked like in the Marx Brothers film, A Night in Casablanca. Oh, there's a sequence where where uh, Groucho accuses a couple of an older couple, an elderly couple, mm-hmm. of uh, having a uh, tryst at the hotel because they're using the names John Smith <laughs> and, and, and uh, Pocahontas. And Pocahontas, yes. It was that old, that that's story. So, and they actually got the real John Smith and that's Pocahontas. That's where it comes from. That. That's where it comes from. Yeah. When John Smith and Pocahontas eloped, they stayed at a nearby Hotel Six and checked in the name John Smith. Ever since then, mm-hmm. tradition. People and she helped him find it. He got lost. He got she lost. helped him find his way I, right is there. That, is that her story? Isn't that the one with Lewis and Clark? You know what? Another, I, I think that I know you're saying Sacagawea. Is this who you're is saying? That who, is that who is? Okay, I believe so. Okay. But I, I think uh, I think if I'm remembering the Pocahontas movie correctly, with her sassy raccoon, I believe uh, she also uh, helped people find stuff as well. Mm. I, I, you know what? I'll tell you what. Yeah. Of that movie, I okay. can remember her going, "Don't cut his head off." And I, "Colors of the Wind." That's that's the whole movie for me. I cannot remember a single damn thing in between there. Yeah, I think that movie is about as, about as historically accurate as Capricorn One. There was a Saturday Night Live sketch about that this week where it was a guy playing John Smith and no one wanted to talk to him as a, as a mascot. And it was, it was not a hilarious sketch, yeah. but it uh, did uh, make me smile. I was like, oh, yeah, what an obscure character that uh, people would, would not be interested in, but you still might have uh, in Disneyland. It's an interesting premise. I don't oh, think they I see. I'm sorry. I see. You, didn't, you, missed the, you left out the fact that they were at Disneyland when they were doing this. Yes, okay, I apologize. I see. I see now. Now it makes sense. Did you get that now, listener? Ian explained it adequately, I think. The original premise kind of went over our heads. Now, I know we're a rambly podcast, and I want to get this out of we the way. We are not rambly. Uh, there was a, there was a, we, we had a mini uh, Matt Damon marathon last night. Um, 
Oh, which movie did you do? I watched a Matt Damon movie the other day. Well, let's talk well. about the two movies. That but you, you tell me what you watched. Well, we, the first one we the watched Wall. was The Downsized. Oh, yeah. How was that? You know what? Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. For a fa- like, I know you do not enjoy a trailer spoiling a movie. Mm. Their trailer in no way spoiled the movie, That's except good. that it spoiled the movie because it made it look like a much lighter movie than it was. Well, it's an Alexander Payne film. Yeah. And you're like, I cannot believe. That is The Descent. That, that Ale- is the, uh, the about Schmidt. Schmidt. About Schmidt. Sideways. Uh, that's right. Election. Yeah. Meet Jane Doe. He will, he will, he will dark it up. Um, by the way, uh, uh, I went to see an Alexander Payne talk, uh, many years ago. Yeah. And, uh, he was talking about why he makes movies. Yeah. And he was, you know, there was also the director from Go was there, and I forget his name. His name? Because, uh, Lyman, Doug Lyman. There you go. And both of them, both of them were very entertaining and, uh, they seemed to like each other's company. We're having a good time together. That's nice. And, uh, they, someone asked, like, well, why, why you make movies? And he said, uh, uh, because, uh, I like hanging out with men and it's my only excuse to do it. There's no other reason to, like, call up a, a male friend and go, like, hey, you want to, want to go do, I got nothing. Like, want to make a movie? It's <laughs> like, yeah. And now I'm hanging around a bunch of guys and it's, it's fun. We have a good time. That's good. You know, and it's like, you know, I can hang around with women, but it's just weird to call up guys and go like, Hey, let's, let's go hang out. It's weird. So, uh, so I make movies and that, and, and that was the reason. So he did get to hang around with some guys in this movie. There are men in the movie and yeah. there's, there's nudity in the movie as well. Um, there, but there often, there often is, uh, guys in his films. I think true. the trailer was misleading because it, you see a whole bunch of like Saturday Night Live types mm. and you're like, Oh, it's going to be this kind of movie. Mm. This is what we're going to do. We're going to do a little mm. parody. We're going to do a little satire. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to do a little of that. Yeah, eh, Christian, eh, eh, Christian eh, eh. Wig is in it. You, she sure, she sure is. Mm. Um, but it is not in any way the movie that it sets up oh. in that, in the trailer and it goes in some really interesting places. That's kind places. of fun. I can, I, that's unfortunate because that's not the only movie that has come out recently. I'm thinking of They Come at Night where the trailer gives, gives the audience an entirely wrong idea of what the film is that they're going to see. Oh, okay. So that movie set it up like it was a horror film and everyone went there expecting a horror film, but it's not a horror film. It's a kind of a, an, a, a post-apocalyptic, I think it's post-apocalyptic, or at least sort of like paranoia. Let's just say a paranoia film. Okay. You know, about people who are like in isolation, but are scared of what other people might have. And so, you know, like that. Do you think that they were just trying to sell it as that because that's more marketable? Yeah. I would say probably that is the case with this film, too. For sure. Like, for sure. If you, if, and I'm not going to tell you what it's about, but it's not a, uh, it's not, uh, I don't know how you'd market it without like spoiling things. Mm. I don't know what you would do, uh, with it, but the, uh, the, the main uh, actress from it got nominated for a Golden Globe as Best Supporting Actress, and damn right she did. Mm. Uh, it's, yeah, it goes in some really interesting directions, and like any Alexander Payne movie, it is not what you expect. Yeah. You know, so go, I would, I would say see that. And then we started to watch Suburbicon, uh, and then, uh, then we kind of went, oh, this was not at all, what they what they sold in the trailer either oh. you know which like suburbicon you go like yeah. oh this looks like a coen brothers thing you know this looks like you know oh uh you know dark things are happening but there's like a fargo-esque edge and it's uh taking place in the 50s and you know uh julia moore is that the name of the uh, julianne actress? moore yeah yeah that julianne moore uh she's like uh, two characters okay and like oh this is going to be fun and interesting mm-hmm. and we're watching it and we're just like yeah this is an unpleasant fucking film uh so <laughs> yeah about like a half hour in we're just like boy this uh, maybe i'll watch it again later on and i'll join it maybe it takes a real 
Maybe it lifts. Maybe this plane lifts off, but we've been driving for a while <laughs> through the swamp and not uh, flying. Uh, and it was like, okay. And it was a George Clooney directed yeah, movie, so yeah. I figured, yeah, oh, he's gonna be ripping off his pals, and we'll mm. see where this goes. And I was like, oh boy, oh jeez, oh man, <laughs> this is a long time to go before uh, anything's uh, a going. That's but the bad. but yeah. So yay to uh, I don't know if it's downsized or downsized, but if you get a chance to check it out, I, uh, I would say check it out. I believe it is in the past tense. Mm-hmm. And and then at one point in the movie, uh, my wife Pia she she turns to me and just goes, oh this is about this and I was like oh is it oh fuck yeah of course it's about that oh yeah and it was something that uh, I kind of related to with like that a friend of mine went through and I was like oh yeah 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 this is what that's about no that's interesting and then make it became even more interesting hmm. yeah hmm. so I'd say uh, give it a, give it a watch let me know what you think in the future. But okay. you'd say they come at night is worth a, is that a worth? I've a not watch? seen it. I just I just uh, heard uh, heard about this problem that the trailer was misleading. And okay, when I heard the affected. title, I just thought it was a porno. So that was my mistake. Mm, that was the it said it was like uh, starring Dennis yeah. Dennison, Dennis Dennison, and, and uh, Daniel Stormy, Dixie D Cup. Oh, Dixie D Cup. <laughs> she's so good. Brenda B Cup. No, <laughs> yeah, she's fine. She's fine, but not as you know. She's no D Cup. How dare you! I was How dare you, sir? What? What? She's going to bring down the president. <laughs> I, <wasn't, laughs> I didn't say anything. You know, you could put down Andrea A. Cup, but you know, I'm not. Mm-hmm. Why would do, I do that? Do all the names now. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. You do it. No, I'm fine. I can't think of any. I, I watched. Um, I, I couldn't be happier. I'm fine. I watched uh, a Matt a Matt Damon film. Whenever I say Matt Damon's name, I want to. To say it, say him Team from America. Team America. Yeah, I'm Matt Damon. No. Uh, oh, you don't say I'm Matt Damon. Oh, it's just Matt Damon. Yeah, yeah. That's right. and you got to grunt it. <laughs> so, um, it was the uh, talented Mr. Ripley. Oh, that's from it's an quite old a while. Film. Yeah, oh, very I had nice. not seen it before. Very pretty and I, film. And a lot, I of, a lot it, of great backgrounds in that film. Hmm, I mentioned it at work that I hadn't seen it to, to a fellow, and he got very animated that I had not seen this film. <laughs> So, so much so that he revealed that wasn't his real identity the whole time. Your friend, yeah, yeah, that's right. He had impersonated. The, <laughs> he impersonated. Uh, person. It's better. It's better. Well, it, it's better to be a fake no one than a real no one, I guess, because our job isn't really. We're no. We're not anyone there. So I don't know why he's faking it to work there. But anyway, um, just for the spike ball. Just for the spike ball. <laughs> the, the talented Mr. Spike Ball. Yeah, it's one of those movies where you're not sure who you're supposed to be on the side of mm-hmm. you know like you're watching and you're like well he's a jerk but he's also a jerk and he's a real jerk gee that jerk got killed oh <laughs> boy that's he was yeah. a jerk though i guess it's kind of sad it's not quite american psycho where you know you're not supposed to like the person but you're like well i guess i'm on for the ride so that's yeah and i guess that's a good idea of, of casting matt damon because he is an appealing person so it kind of gives you that ambivalence so you're you're kind of you're rooting you're rooting for him in a way, and, you're, and then you start to feel guilty because he shouldn't be rooting for that <laughs> person. He's a sociopath. Whoops. But uh, what was interesting to me about that movie while I was watching... It's a siren. Hey, everyone. It's the siren time drink. of the year. Yeah, take a drink. Okay, I am going to take a drink. And I'm going to drink this uh, coffee, which probably isn't the best thing for my tum-tum, but it might keep me awake, so I'm going to keep drinking <laughs> it. Okay, good luck we'll to everybody. How, what, when is this thing? Pe- oh, there it goes. Oh, there we go. We're not going to... Don't, it's, don't it's criticize ambulance. the ambulance. It's, an ambulance. it's someone who's having a really bad day. Let's uh, mm-hmm. hope they're all for the best. I hope, hope you're all doing okay. So, um, what I thought was interesting about the film was the actor, Philip Seymour Hoffman, is in it. Mm-hmm. And, and he, his role in that kind of reminded me of his role in A Scent of a Woman. 
Okay, and now both, you are surprising me that he was in Scent of Woman. I can remember. Yeah, he it's Chris a, O'Donnell. Yeah, Al Pacino. Al, oh, well, yes, Al Pacino. Uh, and, and some, some hoo-ha ladies. Some hoo-ha ladies. And who's the female lead in that? Was that Ellen? Was that Ellen? I can't remember that. Okay. The reason I remember that. Was that it? Yeah. Ellen Paddington Bear. You're right. There you go. You got it. Finally. The what I thought was curious is because my idea of Philip Seymour Hoffman, and maybe because like you, I didn't remember him in Scent of a Woman. Nope. I just I just know that because I was I was looking up his filmography after I watched him in Ripley in Ripley's. Ripley's Believe It or Not. Yes. Mr. Ripley's Believe It or Not. Yes. And I was like, oh, he was in Sin of Woman. And then I realized, oh, that's right. He was that role. And that guy was a jerk. And he was also a jerk. But he's not just a jerk. He's like an alpha jerk. Yes. Which seems to me like that wasn't his... By the way, Gabrielle Anwar. Uh, Gabrielle Anwar, yes. That's not helped me at all. She was in uh, the uh, uh, Abel Ferrer... Um, Evasion of the Body Snatchers. Okay. And Bradley Whitford, my God, that guy's in everything. Just sneaks into every movie. Bradley? Bradley Whitford from uh, from West Wing. He's in, like, Get Out. He's in everything. He's that guy. There, I'm looking at Oh, that, that guy. Okay, yeah. The guy who's in everything. That yeah, guy. That guy. Yeah, he'll just sneak into he's your movie. He's one of those everything guys. Yeah, he's there. He's there. Kind of like like that, is he in the movie? Of course mm-hmm. he is. Kind of like that Richard Jenkins. Who is he? Isn't he? Isn't that a person? Like he's in Shape I'm sure of Sure, he's a person. The Shape of Water. He's like the ah uh, yes. He's got nominated. In fact, for those him. two yeah. aren't those two together in the uh, Cabin in the Woods? Aren't they working together? Oh, that's running right. The, running that's the right. Cabin in the Woods together. That's right. There we are. <laughs> we found a link. Good for us. <laughs> um, All right, back to. But I just think it's Philip Seymour Hoffman yeah, as the Alpha Jerk. Because I think it's interesting. Like maybe because my first time I remember seeing him in a film was it when it was in Boogie Nights, mm-hmm. where he's like the a opposite. Creep. He's, he's the opposite of an alpha jerk, though. Mm-hmm. He's like a introverted, kind of weirdo, creepy yeah, guy, creepy yeah. guy, and and that kind of became my idea of who Philip Seymour Hoffman was, not as a person, but as an actor. Okay, you know, and he plays like Truman Capote. Not that Truman Capote was a creepy jerk, but he was kind of a, yeah, he had a creepy voice. He had a creepy voice. He's kind of how a, about in, uh, Mission Impossible Three? He's the he's the evil. Uh, yeah, and that he is kind of an alpha jerk in that film. But I felt like that was like. You know, oh, he really stretched to do that okay. role. You know, like All oh, because right. I didn't think of him in that way, and so it was weird watching him in the Talented Mr. Ripley, where once again he is an alpha jerk, like you know, a, a kind of a preppy, but not just a preppy guy, but like a like an obnoxious preppy jerky kind of a you know, like overbearing a, you know, listen, asshole. I, I got nothing against the guy's the guy's a, a, a fella, and he looks as he does. Mm-hmm. But uh, would you say he was playing like a a role that like a James Spader would play? Back in the day, where he was always the jerk, he was always the super jerk, uh, James Spader. Mm, but more aggressive. But he than was James, a very handsome fellow as well. So more aggressive could... than James Spader, more more physical okay. than James Spader. Like, like the film is the film is very physical though. Like all the every time people are talking or doing anything together, people are like leaning over each other or like they're like crowding each other all the time. Mm. It's a very it's a film that makes you very uncomfortable by having all the actors be too close together a lot of the time. I remember watching the background a lot and just going, that's really nice water. That'd be a nice place to vacation. <laughs> yes, it is very nice. Yeah, I wouldn't sure. invite uh, Mr. Ripley because uh, he'd kill me. he kill but, you? Uh, you know, everything Take else. But then you're like, oh, you know, what's he going to do? He's, mm-hmm. uh, he's uh, a poor guy. He's like, uh, he's, he's trying to zelig his way through things. You know, he's doing his best. Well, I guess, but he's no, a, he's a murderer. He's, he's a murderer. He's a bad guy. No, he's a bad guy. Uh, it's one of the. It's and one it can of only get worse. That's the thing. It's, like. it's like we were talking about with uh, 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 Poe Dameron or whatever. I think in Star Wars, where 
you know, uh, if he wasn't the protagonist, he'd have you'd have no sympathy for the for mm-hmm. the guy at all. But uh, you know, he thinks he's the protagonist. We think he's the protagonist. So we're uh, we're on board with certain things. We cut him some slack because he's the focus of the movie. Yeah, yeah. There's an actor named Cameron Poe, isn't there? Could be. I wonder how he feels about his name being slightly mangled for uh, Star Wars. He's dealt with this whole Edgar Allan Poe thing all his life. I guess you know he's had he's had time to adjust to it. <laughs> um, what's funny? The other funny thing about the talented Mr. Ripley, or we could should call it the unpleasant Mr. Ripley, is the fact that there's another film called Ripley's Game, which is a sequel to the talented Mr. Ripley written by Patricia Highsmith, which was made into a movie. And I saw that movie before I saw this movie. Okay. I saw that movie a long time ago. It had Doug Ray, Doug Ray, Doug Ray Scott or whatever, the guy who was supposed to play Wolverine, but did Mission Impossible 2 instead. Right. And then watched his Whoops. career. Whoops. Whoops. Yeah. He, I don't he think, could have been P.T. Barnum. But he could have been, no, no, no. I like three rings and I like elephants <laughs> and I'm going to fool all you suckers. Um, I think that's the theme song I for think that how film. It goes. I think it's yeah. very good. Um, I've seen the two thing. musicals about P.T. Barnum and that wasn't one of them. Have you seen Doug Ray Scott? I saw him in, uh, uh, I saw him in that film, the uh, Mission Impossible 2. 2, yeah. He, oh, I thought like, he he'd be an no, okay Wolverine. He is no, he is no... Whatever that guy, Hugh, Hugh Jackman. Jackman. He's no Hugh Jackman. Huge actor man. Hugh Jackman, like you know, he really made that role Wolverine really great because he played the played the character in a way that was yes ferocious and fierce and stuff like that, but also very very winning, like a very personable character that you that kind of won you over, and he became kind of the centerpiece of the films, not because of Wolverine, but because Hugh Jackman was playing Wolverine, right. I, mean, I don't think that character would have worked the same way with, with Doug Ray Scott. No, he would have just grunted his way through it. He would have uh, been much more just ferocious and kind of he, mean. And and again, I've told this story before, but I'm going to tell it again really quickly. Please don't. Before, uh, when they were shooting the first uh, X-Men movie in town, uh, I'm eating at a sushi place, local sushi place, mm-hmm. and uh, and Pia goes, oh, that's uh, the actor who's uh, going to play Wolverine. Okay. And we see him sitting, and he's sitting with a couple of ladies, and they're having a nice laugh, have a nice time. Yeah. And like, well, this guy doesn't want to be bothered, so no. I'm not going to make a lot of eye contact. We end up going to the bathroom around the same time, but Whoops. we're crossing paths. We're okay. not We're not in there at the same Cross, time. Crossing streams. No, we weren't crossing okay. streams, but we're walking by each other. Now, that yeah. guy's a tall bit of business. First he of all, I was like, well, that's a bit too tall for Wolverine. But in all other capacities, because he had the hair, right? He had yeah. the, the mutton chops. He yeah, had the yeah. whole thing. Mm. So I'm walking by and I was like, motherfucker, that's Wolverine. Yeah. That was, that's good Wolverine. <laughs> you know, this is, a, this is a good ad for the movie. I see this guy like walk out of the bathroom because I'm like, that's Wolverine. <laughs> and then, of course, I'm like, well, you know, again, don't want to make eye contact. The guy doesn't mm-hmm. want any focus on him. Let's just all be cool. We're eating our sushi. And then he's getting ready to leave. And it's like, oh, there he's getting ready to leave. And then he starts singing a song. Starts singing, pack up all my cares and woes, there I go, singing low, bye-bye. And then the, the two women start singing, Blackbird, and they're doing the harmony. And he just like <laughs> sings, he sings his way out the door. And he's like with a, Blackbird, bye-bye. And he's leaving. It was like, that's the way to leave a damn restaurant. Fantastic. It's like, oh, that guy really likes to sing. Yeah. I think to myself, I hope he gets a chance to sing in a movie. Well, he did. He's fine. But that was my mm. first exposure to yeah. Hugh Jackman was seeing him in person in a sushi restaurant, singing his way out the door and seeing him leave a washroom. That's great. And by the way, he washed his hands. I saw that much. Oh, So, you know, good. that is a hash- hand-washing fellow. Mm-hmm. Whereas Wolverine wouldn't because he's got the healing factor, so he never washes he his hands. He bother. He's, yeah. Although he's Wolverine. Wolverines are kind of like raccoons, so they wash their hands. <laughs> that would be funny if there was an X-Men character called the raccoon <laughs> who just, like, spends all of his time just frantically washing his hands. Would you give us a hand? I am washing my hands. <laughs> 
Um, so Doug Ray, yeah, it had Doug Ray Scott, it had, uh, it had John Malkovich as Ripley. Okay. Which is a real come down from Matt Damon, I gotta say, for Ripley. Like, you know, you can age, some people age well, some people age badly. But that's really. But when, but woo. then you take, uh, take Ripley even farther in the future and then, uh, becomes Sigourney Weaver. And that's pretty good. That's <laughs> pretty good. I assume these are uh, all the same characters. Yeah, I think you're right. It's all, Alien was written by Patricia Highsmith. But that film, Ripley's game is weird because Ripley in that movie is kind of a, we know that he has a past. We know that he's kind of scary to the characters, but he's actually really helpful to the characters. I seem to remember that movie being quite good. I enjoyed that film more than I liked The Talented Mr. Ripley, to be honest with you. But I saw that film when I was a lot younger. And I think where you are in your life, you know, can affect how you enjoy a film. Right. You know, like Trainspotting being the most famous example, you know, kids with parents with young children could not they don't could not enjoy train spotting oh no they just leave yeah it's the worst movie they've ever seen yeah because it's you know and it's not it's not because the baby dies that's terrible but it's the neglect that leads to it that's you you become you're so horrified by that that you cannot look at the people in the film anymore like you just you hate them so much that you cannot bear them any longer and you just you just you tune out the entire film yeah i know about three people who were like parents at the time that that Mm -hmm. movie came out Mm -hmm. and everyone else says this is the great oh my gosh it's so (laughs) fantastic in there no (laughs) yeah no yeah me too i know myself and then yeah another another guy uh paulie he from no fun yeah he uh had the same same reaction i did because we both had kids at the same time and uh yeah you just like i just remember going and and you, you guys had different kids right it wasn't just we the should, kids pulling up we talented Mr. We Ripley. Shared, we shared kids. We had like a, the kid just yeah. like would change the, the 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 wig a little bit, and then just like hello, daddy, and like they get like two desserts. Yes, I thought you were. I thought you were a girl. Oh, change the wig quickly. Uh, no, but we. I'm, yeah, I've talked about it before, but just you know, you just watch that scene, and then both Lisa and I, as like one, we got up and we went upstairs and cracked the door and looked at Mary sleeping. Mm-hmm. You know? Just like let's make sure everything's okay. Then you flushed your heroin. We're, we're good parents. <laughs> Down the we're good parents. That's right. I'm out of this. And then a I'm few seconds life. later, you dove in the toilet after it. <laughs> well, I made the mistake of throwing it into the into the the diaper. Uh, this you know the, the thing we sort our diapers in. That was a dumb idea. I'll throw the heroin in here. And well, get rid that's of something it with the for papers. the sequel, I guess. Yeah. I, ne- I didn't see the sequel. No, I don't have. I have no interest in it. You know, I'm sure. I'm sure. I, I'm sure they don't covered that i am sure you're okay this time without that yeah the two things i remember from that film are but i guess i remember the filthy toilet scene which is pretty i guess i remember quite and a then bit running running uh with lust for life running with lust for life I, well, yeah i guess i already knew lust for life so it wasn't like a mind-blowing moment like whoa they're playing this great song but it's a good song to run to it is a good realize, song oh, i should bring this to the gym but i always remember the fact that the one character the weightlifting guy okay died from having a cat because he got the got a just because his his immune system was so compromised by by. Uh, oh, I don't remember that at he's all. He's a junkie, so so he got a, had a cat and the kitten. He got some disease that you get from cats, and it killed him. I remember there was a movie, and it was. And uh, I was like, I didn't know that could happen. Uh, there was a movie. It was uh, I think it was called like Eight Months or something. Oh, whatever it was. Uh, eight and a half months. Uh, I don't know. Eight it, and a half. The no, Fini that film. was absolutely not it. Okay. But it was uh, it was uh, Hugh uh, Laurie, and the uh, and the uh, poster is him being whispered to by a lady. 
and uh, she's whispering that she's pregnant is is the way it goes. So he's like a swinging guy, and he finds out this. Is this girlfriend... like Hugh Grant? Hugh Grant was I saying Laurie? You said Hugh Sorry, Laurie. My mistake. Yeah, you know yeah. what? I was trying not. This was to a say... movie that came out, and then he had that. I was that trying whole not kerfuffle. to say Hugh Jackman so much so that I went Hugh Laurie, <laughs> skipping right over Hugh Grant. Yeah, the and, letters are too uh, close I look like a huge ass yeah, yeah. Uh, doing that, so I apologize. <laughs> Listen, here's the thing. Both Dave and I are over 50, so here's what you're going to get with this podcast. Uh, yep. A lot of us going, what's the name of that guy? Or <laughs> misnamed names. Yeah. That's what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. Once you're at, once you, once you've hit 50, look, yeah. we can do a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, we have, we, 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 I was going to say we have our own credit cards. I don't have a credit card. Uh, but we, we have our <laughs> own, you know, uh, lives and we can cook breakfasts and we can, uh, walk down the street. Uh, but we can't remember names properly. That's, that's the thing. We can remember trivia. Yeah. I can name every Green Lantern. Dave can, re- uh, remember insane things about the Beatles. Uh, but when it comes to names. Yeah. Especially if two names are similar, mm-hmm. forget it, forget it, gone, gone. Anyway, this movie. <laughs> so it's uh, it's Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant. Well, he's saying right before the blowjob incident, and I believe Julianne Moore is in it, isn't she? That sounds about right. That could be her whispering to him in the on the camera. And uh, Robin Williams is his doctor, mm. and so she's uh, pregnant, and he's got a cat, and he loves his cat. Yeah. And then uh, the Robin Williams goes, "You got to get rid of the cat." Because that uh, the stuff in the litter box can be bad for uh, the pregnant lady. Oh, uh, and and so uh, he mm-hmm. gets rid of the cat. You never see how. You never see where he gives the cat. Yeah, and that ruined the movie for me because I was like, "Well, where'd the cat go? What's the deal with the cat? Can you get the cat back later? What's the deal with the cat?" And so it uh, ends with like them. Yes. The lo- final scene is them. It's the two of them dancing, and I believe the baby's already born or something. But uh, me, I like I like turned to whoever I was, and I can't remember who it was. But and I went. Fuck this! Where's the cat? <laughs> you know, and it just ruined the movie for me. There's a, cl- a classic example of the uh, overflowing bathtub conundrum. Where you we start, a, start a bathtub and uh, never refer to it again? Well, yeah, that's from that film we're talking about, The Talk of the Town with Edgar G. Robbins. We talked about this a, quite, a, quite a few shows ago. But we, there's a, How many episodes have we done so far, Dave? 300 and, this is 329. We're going to repeat some fucking shit. Okay, Once again, fine. we are over 50. So here's what you're going to get. You're going to get misremembering names. You're going to have issues with irritable bowel syndrome. And you're going to have some stories told more than once Mm -hmm. in our almost 400 episodes. So you're going to have some duplication. Yeah. All right. There. So uh, if you're okay with that, we're moving on. I prefer somewhat annoyed bowel syndrome. Okay. Sabs. All right. As they call it. Um, I like like, uh, Baron Vaughn's, the comedian Baron Vaughn, what he calls it, bowel jazz. Bowel jazz. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's just improvisational. It's a little random. Yeah. I'm not going to ruin it because I hope to have that guy on the show sometime. But uh, whenever we have stomach problems at home, we now refer to him as bowel jazz. Nice. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I guess if you like jazz, I guess that's what No, no. You don't have – no. Whether If you don't like jazz, it also works. No, I was going to say, if you like jazz, it kind of – Kind of hard on jazz. No, it makes it nicer. It makes your bowel okay. problems like more friendly because you're like, oh, this is like jazz. And I think to myself, that last part is the is the kicker. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what I was talking about now. Oh, they were flying bathtub. Yeah, there's this movie called Talk, The Talk of the Town. Okay. With Edgar G. Robbins. He plays two roles in the film. He plays a bank teller, a, mi- a mild-mannered bank teller, okay. and then a notorious gangster. Okay. Kind of cashing on, a, on his uh, I got you with draw strips, see? Yeah, yeah, see? We're going to open up an account, see? And it's going to do compound to Yeah, that's see? right. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, you mugs. He came to famous Scarface, so, you know, it's just kind of playing on that. But then... 
So in the movie, though, mm-hmm. for no reason at all, by the way, it doesn't really have he anything says, to do with where's your Messiah film. now? Which what? is unnecessary. What's that? Oh, you have not seen that movie, and that drives me nuts. Uh, the Ten Commandments. One day we're going to have to sit down and watch that movie. Just just for just for the pop culture references, and also because I think you would like the visuals. It's a, uh, it's an entertaining okay. film. Uh, so he wakes up late for work. Yes. He uh, has like a hurried breakfast. He, he gets his bath running, and then he realizes he's late, and he leaves the apartment. Mm-hmm. He leaves his apartment, slamming the door. And then... There's a, sh- there's for no reason at all a quick cut to the bathtub with the water coming in over the edge of it and pouring onto the floor. Then it cuts to him getting to work or whatever. It is never mentioned for the rest of the film. <laughs> there is never like, and he goes back to the apartment. He goes back to the apartment yeah. with the gangsters. Yeah. And he doesn't like. There's no like note from the landlady. Yeah. A little upset, you know, yeah. that department two B downstairs is now. Turned so, into an aquarium. So if this was, let's say, he doesn't open the door and water pours out. Sure, sure. So if this was yeah. a David Lynch movie, okay, you would say that at some point this became a dream and this was your clue that there's. And also, yeah. man, this sounds David Lynchy now that you're saying about. It. Okay. So he's playing two characters. Right. Oh, this is very David Lynch. Very... One's real, one's not. One yeah. exists, one doesn't. Who's no, the person who real. left the apartment? Yeah. They didn't exist because no, they did something that didn't have effect on the real world. So he's only the gangster. They're they're both real in the movie, but nope. okay. <laughs> You've proved it with this bathtub thing, right? You showed he turned it's on the just, bathtub, it had no effect, it's so really, it wasn't real. It's really just bad editing. Mm. Because you know you're you can understand like the editor was like, Oh, that's funny. Mm-hmm. That's funny, the bathtub's overflowing. I should put that in there so people will laugh. They'll be like, ha, the bathtub's overflowing. <laughs> what a dope. But the reality is, editor, that you set up you set up a plot, subplot in the film. With this overflowing bathtub that you never pay off. And it's dumb. It's just a dumb thing to do. You're reminding me that we tried the other night to watch uh, some classic movies on Netflix and mm. they no longer have them. There's nothing like that. We like Gary Cooper. Let's see if we got that. Nope. Jimmy Stewart. Nope. Gregory Peck. Okay. To Kill a Mockingbird. That's it. Yeah. Just went through them all. It was just like, it's just, no, nothing. They had a whole bunch of nothing. Oh, yeah. Because everything's being replaced by my 500 pound life and all this stuff. Like, they really mm-hmm. are turning up the garbage reality shows. And on, I do. I do. Netflix. I enjoy myself uh, the new Queer Eye. It's very good. But, uh, but by the way, I wanted to see one episode of Queer Eye, and I'm just going to say this, uh, where it's someone who is way too camp, and the Queer Eye guys come out and go, We're going to bring this back a few notches. We gotta like. Oh, just you want to see that? Just pull it back. Yeah, yeah. Pull it way back. Like, okay, <laughs> Listen, we Charles get. Nelson we, yeah, we get it. Now yeah. we're just gonna pull it. We're gonna okay. pull it back mm-hmm. and just make it comfortable now, because this is. <laughs> we get where you're doing. Yeah. We do, but that's yeah, that's just yank it back a couple of a couple of feet, and we're gonna be fine. <laughs> huh? Yeah. You don't need the peacock feathers on the wall. Let's. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna give some real wallpaper. We're gonna fix it all up. Here we go. So having that very good show. Um, I watched uh, watched another show on there. Uh, nailed it. Which uh, here's oh, it's a cooking show. Here's yeah. the best thing about nailed. Now it. I know why you watched it. Here's here's because it's based on the internet memes of like someone takes a fancy recipe and oh, okay. they do it and they don't do it well and yeah. they write nailed it. Okay, that's the idea. They get like right. try to get them to do fancy stuff. They they fuck it up and it's all very good natured, mm. uh, which is fine. But okay. The best thing about the show. Okay. Here's the best thing. Half hour long. Oh, that's a good length. Absolutely. That's a good length. Sold. Done. But you right. know why it's a half hour long? Why? Because there's no commercials. If it was on television, it would be 40 minutes long, and they would have commercials. Could be, but like all the all the cooking shows are all like an hour. Yeah, it's too, it's long. too long. Yeah, it's too long. Too long. Who needs this? Knock, knock it off. Yeah. Any, anything that's like that, 
a half hour. That's great. I'm watching this show too. Like we're watching because we're doing some gardening now, and it's the show about like a you know a big dreams small house, and it's uh, <laughs> British. And what I love about this show is right. there's a British guy who's like the best gardener in the world, mm. and he he comes in and is like, so what what are your plans? And it's like, well, we want to do this. Is he like, wearing wellies when he comes in? No, but he does at some I point. Hope he is. But for the most part, he doesn't, and uh, I'll tell you why. Okay, because he comes in and is just like. Well, what, what, what are your dreams here? And it's like, well, we want to make a Japanese garden. We want to have like a flowing river in the backyard. We want to oh. have it cross over. This is one of the things they actually did yeah. want to do. Little bridges. And we're going to have this and, wow. you know, basically all defying gravity. It's just like, <laughs> well, you know what? Go with your dreams. Dream big. See where it goes. All right. Well, wish you luck. I'll see you soon. Leaves. Doesn't help. Doesn't help. Next thing you see, the guy's like digging hard. So much work. Sweating his <laughs> really? ass off. Later on, the guy shows up. How's it going? Well, <laughs> we're trouble with the pipes or whatever. Yeah, it'll. That's what it's like. Well, good luck. <laughs> see, see, see. He doesn't help. He doesn't offer advice. He does nothing. He just comes in. And then, like, at the end, there's, like, a big party. It's just, like, for the garden. And they all come yeah. on. Well, you follow your dreams. Good for you. Wish you the best of luck. <laughs> Gotta go. And he does this to two people. He does nothing at all. He that doesn't help. Weird. Like, there's weird. one, maybe one scene where, like, he, he picks up one thing of dirt and goes, yeah. All right, well, off I go. He's got other shit to do besides his TV show. And it just killed me when I found out that, when I realized that's what he was doing, was not helping. I mean, just like being encouraging. Good on you, you're on the roof. You're building a garden up there. It's very dangerous. Wish you the best of luck. Got to count. Don't forget to tie off when you're up there. Yeah, that's... Uh... No, that's too much advice. Oh, that's too much advice. Advice. No, advice like, Well, got to go. Bye. <laughs> Break a leg. Maybe I shouldn't say that. And almost root. always, the wife is there too. And the wife is there with like, holding a cup of tea. She's mm-hmm. drinking tea, just looking at it, shaking her head. Going, I don't know how it's going to go. <laughs> you think like, oh, because she's looking after the kid. Kid's at school. What's she? Get a shovel. Get out there. What are you doing? The guy's just sweating his ass off, <laughs> digging a huge ditch. <laughs> Ooh, it's hard to dig a ditch. I'll, oh, my I gosh. It was so much work. I know that from experience. Yeah. Ugh. Wow. Well, also, yeah. by the way, I feel apparently you'll never get rich from digging a ditch. <laughs> that's true. You son of a bitch. Oh, no, no, no. That's the replacement. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. That's right. <laughs> sorry. You can't use both. You can't use both. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes. Mixed company. I just, I lost control of myself. You'll never get rich by digging a ditch. You're in the army now. Uh, can I make a little movie recommendation since we're, we're talking movies a little sure. bit? Sure. Um, I went and saw a film that I was actually told not to see. But I decided to defy. Is it the one with the advice? little girl mm-hmm. coming out of the well? Because I told you not to watch that one. <laughs> with the fly, and the fly was real. The fly flew away. It was weird. Uh, and there was a ladder in it, and lady combing her hair. It's a lot of weird stuff. Did not understand it. Then I got a call, and they said seven. They said a week. I said one week, and I said I don't want to watch that movie. I don't There's like. There's so much about that movie. movie that doesn't work now. One Phone? videotape. Yeah. Two landline. Mm. It you must what, be tough to be that ghost now. You know what works about that film, though? It's fucking scary. Yeah. To this day. Sure. It's still scary. Yeah. What's the movie you recommend? I'm just pausing because I'm thinking, oh, what are the scary scenes in that movie? That's scary. Oh, that's scary. That's a scary scene. Oh, boy. Don't go up a ladder in a barn. You're so exposed. Where are you going? What if there's something up there? To me, the scariest part, because I didn't watch the movie, mm. was uh, was for about <laughs> a month, maybe two months yeah. before it came out. Yeah. They'd run ads for it, not telling you what it was, uh, late night TV at about oh, yeah. 2, 2, 12.30 in the morning. Oh. And it would just be all these like creepy images. Mm. And just like, you know, before you die, you see the ring. And then, and then it would... It would, uh, that that's all that would come up, and then it would just be like a ring. I remember and, that. Okay, right. which is great. Mm-hmm. 
uh, until like two ads later, it's Spence Diamonds. They're showing you like a wedding <laughs> ring. I'm like, is this connected? Did they just do a fake wedding ring ad? And is yeah. something horrible about to happen right now? Because I just saw the ring, you sons of bitches. Ugh. Anyway, that'd be good. Cross marketing. I went and saw Annihilation, the uh, new film mm. from the director, writer director of of Ex Machina, writer of Dread, a movie I like a lot. Okay, I like Dread. And I liked Ex Machina. There you go. A lot of people did. I thought it was pretty good. Um, And this movie, I think, I thought was very good as well. Okay. Very, very good. I really, really liked it a lot. What would you compare it to? It's putting a double bill. What are you putting it on there with? Ooh. If you like blank, come see blank. From what I know about the plot, would you say uh, the thing? Would that be a thing? Nope. Okay. Nope, not the thing. Man, I I don't know. It's very much itself. I'm just trying to think. I don't... I don't know another film that's like it, really. Maybe, maybe uh, you go back in time. Okay. And you'd put it with the Andromeda strain. And not that they're related in, in a way, but they kind of are. Tonally? Well, I think... Thematically? Yeah, well, this kind of... Uh, Andromeda strain is probably a little more hard science than... than um, I like the Andromeda strain. Annihilation. Annihilation, but... They're both kind of have a kind of a scientist element to it, like scientists exploring something. And one is, of course, a race against a clock. The other one is, I guess it is sort of a race against a clock in a way. It's, um, yeah, it was really good though. Really good movie. Like I really, really enjoyed it. Okay. I, I know. It seems to strongly divide people. People that go, that's really, really good. And mm-hmm. other people go, I didn't like that at all. It's a real mother. To, uh, a real mother, as... a real, and it was funny because, uh, all to say it was, uh, Vicky, your sister-in-law. Right. I'll say my friend. Yeah, I'm, que- I'm questioning her judgment. I say that's now. accurate. We're all wearing the same shirt today. We're all wearing probably, the same shirt. Yeah. What she's also wearing is she. Bitch. She has got one of the shirts, and she's been wow, wearing. Wow, it. it's yeah. a real uh, sparksathon. Um, yeah, she she said she didn't enjoy it. She said she found it kind of dull. Mm-hmm. And I could see that it, there are elements of it that are slow, but I felt like that's more like mood. Like there's a lot of mood elements to the film, where they're in this world that's kind of like our world but it's not our world it's in our world but it's out of our world and they're going through trying to you know they're trying to find answers to a puzzle and well and also stay alive and it's 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 really good and then the end of the film you know has a kind of a weird kind of mind like a you know mind blower like you're just kind of like whoa what am i looking at this is crazy okay but i like that kind of stuff is like, the I mind like blower movie. at the end something that either works for you or doesn't and if it doesn't work for you the movie doesn't work for you oh i think if you want a film that they've been on earth all along fuck this planet no of the apes. no it's more it's more um i i, kinda, I like that ending of planet of the apes but um, no, it's fine but if you didn't like that ending of planet of the I apes see. that might ruin yeah planet of the yeah apes. and i can see yeah it's a film that doesn't answer questions mm-hmm. it, le- it leaves it up in the air a little bit but i like that and i said i wrote to vicky on facebook i said i think we have a field in england situation here because that was a movie that you divided on we as well. divided on as well and i really liked a field in england and she didn't and and once again it's a movie that posits a situation and then doesn't really give you any set answer. Sure. Kind of, it's very symbolic. You know, it's metaphysical. I think. I think it personally, to me, it's a, a journey through through some sort of, you know, in between space between life and death, and what's on the other side. I have no idea. But the people cross through this, and some who are able to, the people who are able to, leave behind their, leave behind their material, material. The materialistic, materialistic part of, of themselves, yeah, yeah, yeah the, and, or leave behind their ego and stuff like that. 
you know, are able to find their way out of it and those who, who can't stay, stay behind, you know, and kind of make their own little kingdom there. But it's, it's a, you know, it's a meaningless kingdom because you're in, you're in, a, you're in no place basically. You're just hmm. in a field. Okay. And I think that's. Are we re- talking about the field in England now? Yeah. Okay. There we go. All right. And I think that's a really beautiful film in that way. I really like the, the message of that movie. And I like, and I like the fact that it's presented as a puzzle that you slowly watch unfold before you. And it doesn't give you any hard answers as well. I might be wrong. Who knows? It doesn't say, it doesn't state that as a fact. It just gives you this, this kind of interesting thing. And it has, you know, elements of horror to it, but not super scary elements. It's sort of weird, more, although more kind of like, um, I, I don't know how to describe it, but more kind of like in, what would you say? When some things don't, incongruent things you know sure. like things that don't fit together yeah. quite away and I th- and and annihilation is that too you know they go into this place called the shimmer it's this area that's been affected by a meteorite that's come to earth okay and it's changing the landscape as it slowly grows why do you think they didn't call the film the shimmer doesn't that sound better or shimmer shimmer is a good name uh annihilation because... is like that could be a lot of things, but Shimmer sounds like a good, creepy sci-fi kind of name. Well, I think because Annihilation is is to nothingness, is the idea. Like, Nihil is in there, right? The idea of yeah. nothing. And so I like, I think the film is, I think the title is a hint to the to the idea of the, of the movie. Okay. And it's something for you to work out. If they call it just the Shimmer and didn't, and also the... the shimmer sounds cooler to me. Go with Shimmer next time, guys. I don't know. It sounds kind of corny. Shimmer? Yeah. Oh, shimmer. It's based on a it's based on a series of books as well that already have the, well, those titles, names, so you can't really. Fine. What are you going to do? You can't really. What are you going to uh, mess do around then? with it too you much? You let us know. What do you think? Uh, going to see a movie? What's what's playing? But apparently, Annihilation and Shimmer. Which do you see? You tell me. Okay, go back to Dave. Yeah, Shimmer sounds kind of hokey. Hokey, you say? Yeah. And Annihilation yeah. doesn't? No, Annihilation sounds really like interesting. Like why? You know what? To me, okay. What here's is this the thing. As a comic book guy. Um, uh, Annihilation was a series of books Marvel put out that basically was what the modern Guardians of the Galaxy are based on. Okay. Uh, and so it was like Annihilation and, uh, this, uh, you know, a guy, Annihilus, uh, was, uh, taking over the universe and, uh, had to be stopped by, you mm. know, the, the characters that, you know, would be the Guardians of the Galaxy later on in movie form. So I, I kind of associate with that. And I, and that was kind of a big corny story. So maybe that's where I'm coming off on that. Yeah. And it does sound corny. And it also sounds like it's not, uh, like, a true, um, a true. Uh, let me just. I just want to look up the meaning of the word to uh, annihilate. annihilate. Okay. Because um, I'm curious if there is an uh, is there is a ah uh, because it does have. Here's the thing though, and this is a hint to part of the film. It does mean to destroy, utterly obliterate, etc. Okay. But also, it has a physics meaning, which is to convert a subatomic particle into radiant energy. And there so it has two meanings there, and I think that does reflect in the story. Right. And so it does have me- it does have a devil meaning. I'm going a- to look up what Shimmer says, and Shimmer is uh, something that shimmers. Yeah, I got a <laughs> fucking lame dictionary. <laughs> so I think that I think <laughs> that uh, gives you like that sort of double idea of the of the film. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. My only problem with the movie was uh, Natalie Portman. I find as an actress is a little uh, hard to read. Mm-hmm. Like she's not a, she's not a great emoter as a, in, in her when she acts. I don't. Feel, I, I know she, she can have like a lot of facial expressions stuff like that. But I don't really feel what she's feeling. Like I don't get anything from her. I can't read her. So I found that kind of uh, a little bit off because she was sort of the main character of the film, and who's you're on her journey and the whole time I'm kind of like, what is she? What is she doing? Like I don't understand what is she's feeling here. Is this right. you know? 
Do you have a Do you have a horror movie in you that you want to write ever? Do I have a horror movie? Yeah. I, do you have one that's uh, kicking around in your head that you're like, I'll make this movie if I had a chance? Yeah, I did have one when I was younger that okay. I often thought about, would be that I thought would be interesting. Um, it was based on the idea that um, technology is is satanic. Yeah, <laughs> sounds and, like a young person's. Uh, in that it, movie, in that, yeah. in that it separates us. Sure. So yeah, and that was and so I had this idea of this technology that someone finds that has some sort of it's linked somehow to to some other dimension. And did you was, did you write this? No, I just kind of plotted it out. You know? mm, okay. Yeah. And then I when I finished plotting it, I went, "That's eh, really corny." <laughs> what isn't corny though? You know, don't worry about corny. That's kind of corny. Corny is fine. I got no, I got no beef with corny. Let's see some good corny, and uh, I'm all right. Mm. There's a lot of stuff. In, again, I really enjoy David Lynch, and there's a lot of corny in David Lynch. There's always corny in David Lynch. There's a lot of corny in everything that I like for the most part. Do you know what I haven't been watching? I only watched one episode of the new season, but I liked it. But I just haven't gotten around to it. Uh, is the new uh, Ash versus uh, Evil Dead? I haven't watched the. New oh, season. is that out now? Yeah, it is out. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it's okay. uh, still still doing it and mm. still able to pull it off. Like <laughs> there it goes. I didn't see the end ending of last the last season. Oh, perhaps you should. I um I just yeah I don't know what happened because I we didn't have I didn't have the TV channel that it's on and they didn't go with what they originally were going for. I know that much. Uh, and so it doesn't quite make sense. But mm. It would make sense if they went with what they were going to. But I'm not pro what they were going to do. So I'm okay that they didn't. But they sure were setting up the things that they didn't end up doing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't, yeah, like I say, I didn't, uh, didn't finish it. Mm-hmm. This is one of those things where, like, I enjoyed the show. But when it got too hard for me to watch it, I just stopped. Because you got to put some effort into it. Well, you got to put some. Okay. I have to. Well, I have to. No, no. The effort I had to put into it was finding the shows. Oh, in I see. some other form that I could watch. You don't have a super channel. Because I didn't have the super channel. Yeah, and I didn't. I didn't want to subscribe. I already pay a lot of money for my tele. Sure. My television watching. So I feel like. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to hear on the air how you find this. How do you stumble upon it? It's fine. It, well, it's harder now to stumble upon these oh, things. I see. All right. Like in the. In the good old bad old days, I guess bad for people who are trying to create, and people are just taking all their all the junk that they're making. Um, this is, by the way, this is the weird bit. Is like Dave is very anti piracy, yes. but will, but wears a patch uh, over one eye and has a parrot on his shoulder. Whereas I am <laughs> fine with piracy, yeah. and yet I do not. I am this. I'm well, the square in the Pirates of the Caribbean. I'm the Orlando Bloom character going. Come on, fellas, we used- don't do it. I used to watch uh, Doctor Who with you, and it wasn't available here, so that's true. But then I would later buy mm. the DVDs and go. justify it that way. <laughs> I justify it in the sense that it's on television. You know, like I already pay a lot of money. Like, just make it all available for me. Like, I'm giving you guys a bunch of money. Mm-hmm. Just give me t- give me TV channels. Okay, come on, a holes. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I don't get that. So channel. you're saying like. I buy food, so I should be able to take everything from the grocery store I want, you asshole. Yeah, that's pretty Give me all the food, because well, I just, bought some food. Well, it's not just that. It's like, I'm I bought paying, an apple, give me a steak. I'm paying, <laughs> yeah, but I'm not paying apple money. I'm paying a lot of money paying for steak my television. Money. Yeah. So you should be able to get a watermelon. I should be able to get a, <laughs> and a steak. <laughs> get all this shit. Not all just right. a little bit of it. All right. I pay like, this is like, okay, I pay like a lot of money, <laughs> Yeah. and then someone has given me food on a plate, and yeah. then they've left, they've left off the mashed potatoes. 
And they're like, oh, well, you got to pay more for the mashed potatoes. I'm like, fuck, I already paid so much money. Why don't I just get the whole plate? Well, to be fair, you can have the macaroni salad. But you don't like macaroni salad, so you're not going to well, have that. I'm already getting You've already got more food than you could possibly eat in your salad, lifetime. Yeah, the macaroni salad comes free with all the amount I'm paying. Yeah. I'm already getting that thrown in. I don't need more macaroni salad. But you'd rather have mashed potatoes. But, yeah. No, I agree. I agree. It's very expensive. I'm still like, uh, I like Amazon Prime, but I'm not paying for that right now because it's just like, come on, it's just I too do, much. See, I do pay for Amazon Prime. But that's because you do Amazon. I do Amazon shopping, so yeah. I like that. I like that. But it, that's to me, it's like, if so, look, if there's a second season of whatever the Miss Maisel comes on, mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm gonna go back and I'm going to sign up again for another month or so and I'll watch everything to death and I'll binge it all and then I'll like, goodbye and leave <laughs> again. Yeah. Well, that's perfectly fair because to be honest with you, and I feel the same way about Netflix, is that there's just so much junk on there that I almost feel like I just feel whatever when I go to Netflix now I just feel just like I'm just overwhelmed by ennui as I'm trying to find something <laughs> it's just so much garbage to, to me to me I think it's what is it like eight bucks or something like a month right? it's not anymore it's like 12 bucks a month. okay it's 12 bucks it's fine. Gone up. fine but there's always like at least one or two things that I go like well that paid for it this month like like mm. this last month it's been Oh, there's a new season of Voltron. Well, Pia likes that. And what, yeah. what do we got over here? We got, uh, oh, we got Jessica Jones. All right, fine. I'm in. And we're go- we're covered. Like, whatever else is gravy now from this point on. Even though I w- would like some classic movies. That'd be nice. Uh, I'm still Oh, well, you fine. got TCM, don't you? <sighs> yeah, it's fine. It's fine. TCM's great. TCM's fine. It's no, no. fine. No, no, no. You're wrong. TCM is great. I know. You do the thing at the beginning of the uh, week and you go, like, what's going to be on for the whole yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah. 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 I just go through. I just sit and just page through, like, just through the whole week on TCM and then I, I I've go. only got it on the low uh, low cable I, I oh like you're Shaw that's right that's right I'd like to ha- if, it, if I had there it on go. the nice crispy crisp yeah. I'd uh, probably go for it although you know these are these are standard def movies you don't really need high def to watch movies from the 1930s Ooh, seems kind of fuzzy yeah they all do they're made in the 1930s people were just fuzzy back then people were fuzzier and warmer now Dave yeah we're gonna get to this eventually but we'll uh you know might as well and then we'll uh, see what, what what okay uh last week you uh you oh can you, i say one so before i know you want to do this but what, 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 put what, what do i want to do you want to talk about the music do i i feel like you do maybe I'm okay wrong. no okay, did you, you want to talk about music no i'm fine go go for it did i interrupt you with the music you did not you were absolutely correct oh okay okay, okay. go for it because uh, i just wanted to say one one thing sure which is that two things actually <laughs> But they're both related. They're you, both related. Normally you do this at the very end of the show. <laughs> uh, two things. And I'm sorry. That was one thing too many, and I've called the police. <laughs> okay. It's a fair cop, officer. <laughs> I'm holding out my hands so you can put the bracelets on me. Bracelets. Uh, you know did what? You hear, did you hear how to get out of uh, handcuffs? Don't get arrested. No, no. Here's what it is. Okay. Uh, and I heard this recently, and it was like, this is a good tip. Sure. There's basically four types of uh, of standard handcuffs, and they okay. all use the same key. There's not like different keys for every pair of handcuffs. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That so, makes sense. So just make sure you've got like those keys. Oh. And you'll be Always. able to get... Well, just have them like on you, yeah. like on a thing around your neck or whatever. Like, just have something. Uh, you you can you can always have the keys to the handcuffs. Like, say you're a guy who might get arrested. Yeah. Have the fucking handcuff keys on you. Yeah. And uh, you'll be able to get out of them if they're not behind your back. Mm. The end. Anyway, moving on. And that's how criminals can escape. You're welcome, criminals. I was watching a movie a little while ago. All right. And the character had a key in his mouth. Okay. Maybe it was Deadpool. And he spits the key out, and it lands in his hand, mm-hmm. and he's able to get his handcuffs off or whatever, get himself out of it. Sure. I didn't like that. What didn't you like about it? That he spat it into his hand. Where should he spit it? He should spit it and miss, and then have to scrabble and get it. Because that's more realistic to me. The idea that you could spit out of your mouth into your hand that you can't see. No. Was this Deadpool doing it? Yeah. Well, Deadpool can do that. Deadpool can but shoot But he's not Deadpool thing. yet. 
He's still great at his shit. He can. Mm. He's a great hitman, Didn't right? Seem. Yeah. By the way, I know you don't watch trailers, but the the new Deadpool trailer came out today, and uh, yeah, that's good. one trailer too many. I've already seen. Uh, I've already seen the first trailer. Yeah, but it's here's, good enough. Here's the thing about good it. enough. Here's the thing about Deadpool trailer. Good enough. They don't show you the fucking movie. No, at all. So it's fine. Moving on. <laughs> yes, that's true. Uh, they showed bits of Cable in the last film, and I was like, oh no, I know what Cable looks like. It looks exactly like Thanos. <laughs> really? Because I thought he looked like Jonah Hex. Well, whatever. <laughs> Third time's the charm, movies. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, I The other day, I was laying in bed, like a bum, just laying okay. in bed. This is a Saturday morning. And I felt for the first time in many years, skinny. Oh, okay. And I was like so happy <laughs> that I felt skinny. Oh, good. But I, re- I also have realized. There's a twist. No, it's not a twist, but it's, I also realized that I suffer I think I suffer terribly, not terribly, but somewhat from, no, terribly would be, that's the wrong way to say it, because that's not not true. But I suffer somewhat from body dysmorphia. Sure. In the sense that I actually have no idea what I look like. Mm-hmm. And when people describe me to me, I'm amazed. Like, I don't, I don't know what they're talking about. If you ever want to know what you really look like, yeah. here's the only way to do it. Well, two ways. Yeah. One, uh, again, and this is almost like a, this is a stand-up bit of mine, which is just like, okay. wait for a child to tell you and they will tell you. Okay. You're tall. You're skinny. Yeah. You're fat. Yeah. They're, they're correct. The child is correct. <laughs> Here's the only other place to get complete honesty. Yeah, yeah. Go to a caricaturist. Oh, yeah. And then sit down and uh, just go, draw me and just, and, 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 and say to them, I've got a good sense of humor. It's okay. <laughs> you can say that to them, right? But, but I don't think I have a good sense of humor. No, no, myself. of course you don't. You're fucking okay. lying to oh, them. Right. <laughs> you're lying okay. to them. But okay. it's cheaper than a medical exam, especially yeah, if you're yeah. American. Yeah. And then they will draw you. And however they draw you, yeah. you look at it and go, that's not me. And and everyone else will go, yeah, that's you. That's exactly <laughs> what you look like. If, if it's like yes. huge teeth out front or a big <laughs> nose or floppy ears or just real gangly arms, yeah. or whatever it is, or you're really fat, yeah. uh, that's correct. Okay. The caricaturist will not lie. That's yeah. exactly what you look like. Huh. So that, that's how you do it. Yeah, it's just weird. because I was talking to someone at work, Yeah. and he, just, he described my arms as, he said, you have really big arms. Okay. And so I went home, I said, Lisa, do I have big arms? Because in my mind, I'm thin, like skinny, right. like real thin. Right. By the way, what Except for my do, stomach, did, which is really fat. Right. Sorry, here's a... Oh, Hello. It sounds like a considerable amount of ambulances. Yeah, going it does. By it seems like it's. Time. I think we've got the ambulance parade. Oh, it could be. I think it's uh, a fire engine, actually. But no, you're right. Well, there you go. This is a fire. Yeah, this is fire. There they go. It's always important just to make sure that this isn't the building that's on fire. Okay, so let's just clarify what We'd happened. Never know. You were at work. Yeah, I was at work. A fella says to you, "You've got big arms." Yeah. Okay, and I am very interested to hear what your wife said. But first of all, what happened with the guy with, that was flirting with you? <laughs> Was not flirting with me? Yeah, he, he wanted was. to give me advice. Yes, he was. I don't think he's. Yes, he with was. Me. I don't think he's flirting. Okay, with Dave. Hmm? Here's the thing. Yeah. Uh, a fella comes up to you. Well, we goes, we were talking. He was. He wanted to give me advice. You're talking the- about your body to he, a, to another fella. He wanted. To he g- said, "Yes, that part is is big." <laughs> and then you went. Hmm, I should run this by my wife. <laughs> he we he wanted to give me an advice on uh, on working out at the gym. Sure. Why would mm-hmm. I think that's flirting? No, that's fine. That's a that's a normal thing. All right, go ahead. Consider. Yeah, maybe it's flirting. I don't know. He it's doesn't fine. seem to be. I don't know. He seems to be interested in the girls. Were you? Maybe it's a put on. He's interested in the girls. Yeah. Uh, in what way? As in, like, hey, Dave, boy, we love women are great, right? Well, he's anyway. Let's talk about your body. He's got Tinder out, and he's always like s- s- scoping the, the the babes on there. And you're sure it's Tinder? Yep, it's Tinder. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he's just, maybe he's 
He might it, Tinder might be his beard. I All don't right, know. Here's what you do: go to go yep. to that phone, mm-hmm. and then just for fun, yeah, just go. Uh, uh, okay. So what? So what would be the? What, what kind of phone does he have? What's the app? Talking app? Like what's his? Like hey I think Siri. It's, oh Siri, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, hey Siri, open Grinder. Say that, <laughs> and just see. Oh, my phone just did something. Let's oh, see. Let's see if it's opening Grinder. Oh no. Oh dear. No, no. Why do you have that app on there? No. Okay, my phone right now says. Hey Siri, open Grinder. Say that. Hey Siri, did I say that? Hey Siri. <laughs> now it's just repeating what I'm saying. <laughs> and it says this may be beyond my abilities at the moment. Phew. Good point. Good point, <laughs> phone. <laughs> wow. Anyway, you've added to your search. Okay. Uh, so search history on your phone. Boy, that backfired on me. <laughs> boy, my merry little prank. I'll be fun when I get home. And my wife sees grinders on my phone. <laughs> All right. So uh, you're talking to your wife yeah. about your uh, friend who talks so, about your body at work. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah, he seemed to be, well, he's like, he seemed to be implying that I was going to plateau at the gym. Okay. As if that's bad. Because I really, I don't know. It's hard to describe. When I first started, first started going to the gym, my idea was that I would remain exactly the same, but I would be thinner. <laughs> I guess that's what I wanted. I just wanted to be thinner and kind of more toned all right like in the stephen king book yes that's what i was going for more slender thinner. more slender as you hang out with your lizard friend more toned and then i would you know but then then you know it doesn't work that way because it because you're at the gym and you're working out okay and so your body changes and i remember hearing these two guys talking one time i was they weren't talking to me they were just talking to each other but i had to agree with the person because he said because yeah one guy someone said to me one time it doesn't matter what you do at the gym, you'll change your body. And I was like, damn, that's true. Like, it doesn't matter what, what your intentions are, you will end up changing your body. And it's true. But I don't, but anyway, so, uh, I don't really want that though. Like when somebody said, you know, are you, you know, are you plateauing? I was kind of like, well, that would be a good thing to me. Like if I was just plateauing, if I just kind of got to some state and I could just kind of stay there, that'd be perfect. Right. But, uh, he, he wanted to give me advice on like how I should change my routine. What was was he trying to get you to bulk, bulk up? Or I think that's what his or tone. Yeah, or? I think that's what his idea. What's his goal? Okay. I think most people when you talk about going to the gym assume that you're trying to like now, turn he, into Arnold Schwarzenegger. Is he a bulk, a bulk guy or is he? A no, he's guy? as thin as a rail. Okay, I think he's a tapeworm though because he eats like he eats you know like he's like four meals a day at work. He has okay. like full meals. Whereas I'm like I have an orange for break, you know. And he's having like a full porridge with apples in it and stuff like that. And so like, where do you put all this food you're eating? But anyway, somewhere. Um, yeah, no, he was just giving me uh, unwanted advice and inexpert advice as well. So I was kind of that's kind of advice I look for in my life. So he's saying you've got big arms, so you should do what because you have big arms? Well, I think his feeling was is that I should change my routine in order so that my arms could get bigger or I would I could get bigger. Okay, which is not really what I want. But anyway, the point of my story was is that you got muscles, I guess, but also I I don't see myself that way. Okay, so I had to go home and say to Lisa, you know, so and so at work said I have big arms. To which she said, you do have big arms. And then I went, oh, I didn't realize that. And then I, I thought to myself, because I have body dysmorphia, because of how I was raised to view myself, right. I can't see myself accurately. So I don't understand. So when people say those things, I'm like, I don't, because it doesn't relate to how I see my, or how I picture myself. Now, do you think that... So uh, maybe you're right. I should go to a caricaturist. 
Yeah, get it checked out. Um, <laughs> here's my here's my thing. I mean, I think you know most people I know have uh, some form of body dysmorphia. They, mm, I think you, that's true. You know, they'll say they're fat when they're not, or they're mm-hmm. this when they're that, mm-hmm. and whatever. Like you know, whatever. I think I'm going bald like crazy, and I, I, apparently I'm not apparent to, to other people who talk to me. Um, but uh, what uh, I just wonder if young people who are growing up. In uh, the Instagram generation, yeah. who takes so many selfies? I don't mm. want to say it isn't like, yeah, they're all taking selfies. It's a dumb stereotype. But there's a lot of pictures taken of yourself sure. because there's so much uh, pictures of you that you see on a regular basis. Mm. Do you then have a more accurate view of yourself, or does the body dysmorphia still take command and 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 override what you physically see uh, in that in that image uh, over and over again? Because there's so much documentation of you now. Can you still think that you look differently than you do? I'm sure you can, probably. But, yeah, uh, but I mean, is that is that more common or less common now than, say, uh, with our generation? Gee, I would almost want to turn around and say that it's maybe harder for them because they're getting that view of other people that is that perfect moment view. You know, you're not going to see someone Instagram themselves just getting out of bed. Mm-hmm. They're not Instagramming themselves with no makeup on. They're they're you know putting doing all going to all the trouble, putting on makeup, making themselves look glamorous. And then taking a picture of themselves with a messy room behind them. Why do you do that? Why do you go to all the trouble of getting all dressed up, all, all fancied up? And then you take a picture and there's an open sock shirt behind you with a bunch of underwear hanging out of yeah. it. Clean up your room if you're going to do your selfies, people. Anyway. Um, <laughs> That's some good dad advice. <laughs> but my feeling, I, I just feel like, yeah, it's hard. It's maybe harder <laughs> for them. It would be funny, by the way, if you just go on Instagram. Yeah. Criticize all these young people's pictures. Like, close the door. We're paying to heat the yard. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just all... Stuff like, that that's looks it. like you got homework on that table. Why don't you get to that's it? That's right. Close that door. You're trying to heat up all of Instagram. Um, the, but I think, because it's a similar problem that people have with Facebook and, and, and things where people get depressed because their lives aren't as good as their friends. Mm. Because they're not realizing that their friends' lives that they're seeing are filtered. The same way that when you see Instagram, you're seeing someone's filtered lives. And I don't just mean the filters on Instagram, but I just yeah. mean that they're leaving out an incredible... 90% of their life where they're not looking great and standing in the bathroom with their stomach pulled in, taking a picture from above so it doesn't show this part of themselves. And they still left the blow dryer on the counter. Put it away. Don't do that. Just clean up after yourself and then it'll look better. That's what I always think, like, because you look so good when you are uh, got the camera over your head. Of course. Which is why I always think, like, well, that's why God likes us because he gets a really good view. <laughs> like, we're all looking fantastic. He likes you know, us. Whereas, like, the devil... Mm-hmm. It's getting that low view. Mm-hmm. We all look like shit. Yeah. So of course, you know, uh, it all makes it all makes sense when you think of it sure. that way. Sure. I guess. Um, yeah. It's tell a... us. Tell us what you think of that. Uh, <laughs> I, I uh, my my nephew's name I will not say uh, is on Instagram now, and mm. uh, occasionally his picture will pop up yep. on my feed. Yep. And I will go. Oh, we're doing that, are we? Like it's the <laughs> it's just the cool look. Sure. The cool look. Yeah. But it's like it's weird that cool hasn't changed. Like it feels like cool should have changed a bit. What's okay. cool should be so you know, slightly standoffish. Oh, beyond posed, beyond kind of throwing dollar bills at the. It's just like <laughs> it's just you know it's that kind of thing. It's just like oh, we're really going over the top. They're really really super cool. Like mm. he actually took a picture the other day where he's like hugging this dog that they're fostering and was like kissing the dog and was like aw. I just nice. felt like yeah. And of course then you know all the people are responding in a good way because you got a dog man. Yeah that's, yeah. That's a good that's a good thing to do. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it's just like oh the same things are. Consistent considered cool now as before i always i always like hope that cool will change uh but it doesn't look like cool has changed no and the cool never change fair enough 
I mean, I shouldn't say never change, but it will take it will take a gin two a couple more generations for cool to change. I thought you were going to say a gin and tonic. We'll take a gin and tonic for me to to, to be less cool, for sure. I'll be going like this. Blah. Um. So, Dave, Ian, music, music. It's music, what unites music. us. It does. Unite it's us. what divides us. Oh dear. It's what links us. It's what stinks us. Okay. <laughs> Like the song you're rating. I don't know. Uh, so last week on the show, uh, you, you you gave a bunch of songs about cats. Cats and, for for Louise. For Louise, because uh, we we asked yep. uh, listeners to uh, give you a theme for uh, five songs. Yeah. And uh, and to and to then also let us know an example of that, so we know what they're talking about. Yeah. And so you did one for Louise, and uh, people responded to it. They seemed to enjoy it. Yeah, they really uh, did. Uh, Some people were outraged that I said the Kinks were were the the peak of their powers at the end of the 60s and in my opinion did uh, three albums that uh outshine every, almost yeah, every album that came out in that time period i would put i would put um uh the kinks are the village green preservation society over the the white album for instance i think it's a better album controversial well i live for controversy very good if you disagree with me please don't punch me in the face when you see me just you can tweet me and I call have me an idiot fresh i like both albums uh, yes, of course I love I, guess, I love those three albums. albums. It's three albums. It's not both. It's three. Uh, though one, I, I guess, you know, is the thing. Why not? Uh, I have very uh, few uh, strong opinions about music. Mm. I'm going to be here as a backup, as okay. to help with this. <laughs> okay. But when it comes to music, there's a certain uh, limit I have, and then it just goes beep in my okay. head. I just want to say, just want to clear the before we start. Uh, if you pipes. are, if you're the help, I'm not eating any pies. Ah, remember, because that's the that's thing. A pie. That's a pie reference from that thing. Uh, Got into a discussion about music, by the way, with uh, with uh, my family. And I was talking about something that I, where I least like music. Where you least like it. Least like it. In a restaurant. Okay, is it a live band just showed up? Yes. Live, live band or or piped in. Both or, are terrible. But this is my least liked music. Okay. Okay. First of all, I uh, surprise music is is tough for me. Surprise music reminds me when I was a kid and I'm watching Mr. Dress Up and then a musician shows up and I get angry. Or uh <laughs> or, or they start playing music on on Friendly Giant, but to be fair, he's always playing some music, so yeah. that was more acceptable. Mm-hmm. Um but uh, if I'm watching a, a going to a comedy night, yeah. And it's like Hey, uh, so there's a comedian, and it's just comedy, and then it's like, we have a musical guest, and the musical guest comes out and does a musical, like three songs? Yeah. Fuck off. Three songs is too many. Oh, one song is too many. Oh, really? You're a musician? Like, if it's a comedy song, and I'm at a comedy night, oh, okay. I will I will stomach that, Yeah. but still be a little dodgy about it. But <laughs> if it's like, just a straight, hey, you know what's fun? We have a musician showed up, and we're going to have a little musical break uh, just to cleanse the palate. And uh, I will want to flip a table over and set fire to the place. <laughs> so angry. Do never never surprise me with li- with live music. Ugh, the worst. Okay, so uh, what theme are we going with today, David? Well, this is a really hard one to be honest with you. I had a lot. Well, of let's trouble. not do it then. Fuck it. All right. <laughs> so what we're going to talk about this. now is our favorite board games. <laughs> is sorry really just trouble? I don't know. I never played sorry. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry about that. You like to, I think you would enjoy it. I did it. play a fun game the other day, though. It's called Dixit. D-I-X-I-T. Okay, so you use your penis to do what? <laughs> yes, you have to push the Is uh, this with your friend at work? Yeah, he brought it <laughs> look, in. Look, I'm going to tell... Uh, look. He brought it in. I was All surprised. All right, what's Dixit? Uh, Dixit is a game where you um, get various images on cards. And I think you get... Uh, it's better if you play with more people. So most you can play with is six. But I think this would be best, like five or six people. And so you get... You, you look at your cards, and when it's your turn... 
You have to look at your cards and think of something that they suggest to you, like a book or a phrase or something like that. Okay. And then you... Like all your cards. Yeah. And you just choose one, though. Oh, okay. All right. And then you say this idea. Like, say you had a card. I'll give an example from the cards. Say there was one that has a, had a maze on it. Gotcha. And so you said The Shining. And so now everyone else has to like look through their cards and find an image in theirs that suggests to them The Shining. Ah. And then you lay your cards down, including yours. Yeah. Your cards are shuffled and laid down. And then the people have to choose, and they have little tiles that they are numbered, but you don't show everyone else your number. You just put it out. Okay. That's your guess yeah. on what card is the person who said The Shining. Ah. And, of course, there's other cards there that are mislead, possibly misleading and so then you have to choose, and then then you get points based on a, some complicated algorithm that took four hours for us to figure out. But it was a, <clears throat> it was a good game. It was really quite fun. Neat. <laughs> but sorry, <coughs> when I played it. <clears throat> By the way, I love that you hate water so much that you won't drink it when you're coughing. <laughs> well, I'm coughing. I was going to drink it now, but I'm not going to drink when I'm coughing because it was something like this. <coughs> it's kind of funny. <laughs> mm. It was a fun game, though. It was only three of us when I played it. But um, I played with Mary and her, and her friend, and so she said uh, they played at her his her friend's house and with her, his family, and um, there was more of them, and it was actually like better that way because okay. it was harder. Because with us, we were putting down two cards to the to the to the one card of the person who who said the 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 idea, and so it was pretty easy because then you're like, well, two cards don't count, so only like having to worry about three cards All here. All right, but if you're just putting down one card each. It's better because then it's less less. Do you um, own this game or is this a friend's game? Uh, this is a friend's game. Yeah. Okay. But it was fun. It was a fun game. I recommend it. To Sounds people. like a fun game to bring Cold. to a party. Yeah. We're gonna be going to a party soon. I'll see if I can borrow it. Actually. Yeah. So let's see if we can do that. Well, well it sounds like there's gonna be a lot of people at that party though. So. Well, we'll break off and be a cooler party. <laughs> we're gonna go our own way. By so, the way, a nice bit of trivia about that: the person whose birthday we're going to one year ago. Uh, uh, one year ago, uh, we got some really bad news about them, and we thought they weren't going to make it. Mm-hmm. And then a couple of days later, we found out they might, and now they're having their birthday this year. And hooray! So, and that was actually we found that news out here. We that's just right. Finished the show while I was in the bathroom, that's and right. I checked it, and I uh, <laughs> I ran out of the bathroom, not having gone to the bathroom, yeah. to read David the good news. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then afterwards, like, well, I was, I was we we're so happy, and then I realized, my God, I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Because no matter how good a news it is, it's not it the same as urinating. It doesn't, doesn't, <laughs> doesn't stop your bodily processes. That's right. So anyway, so we'll talk, let's go to this. So a couple of weeks ago, we decided, we're talking about top five songs. Like I like sure. to make top five lists. Like I just made a list the other day of top five government employee songs. So that was a lot of fun. Nice. Who's your top five in the Jackson 5 members? Top five. <laughs> Marlon, Tito, I don't know the rest of them. Like obviously Michael, but I don't know the rest of that. Okay. Jermaine? Jermaine. Oh, good. I think that's Jermaine to yeah. the subject at hand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and so... Pepe and Stinko. <laughs> there you go. Stinko was the sister, right? Yep. <laughs> kind of auxiliary member of sure. the group. Kind of like Jimmy Olsen. Yep. In the, and uh, we're not talking about Janet. Janet's her own person. She was fine. We're talking LaToya. <laughs> All right. Continue, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> um... So you thought it'd be kind of fun to put a lot of work on my shoulders and sure. have have listeners suggest a possible topic for a top five songs. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, well, that I sounds it would be fun. That sounds fun. That sounds fun. But this one was really hard because um, Nina wrote and suggested um, Nina Matsumoto. Nina Matsumoto. Sorry, Nina Matsumoto, third, the third dra- dragon. Third dragon wrote in and said, "Hey, Dave, what if they made Sparks into a movie?" 
Oh, is that Spark our book? Sparks the, our book. Yeah, that's right. Sparks our book. I mostly know it from shirts. Okay. Is it also a book? It's also a book. Okay. That you wrote. A lot of people you, wear the shirts. You wrote excellently. You colored. Nina drew fabulously, and I colored colorfully. By the way, sorry, mm. let me throw this out. Yes. <clears throat> Went to Kids Books today to buy oh. a, a book. Uh, and got some nice compliments on the shirt, and they didn't know I was the author. I mentioned I was the author. Mm. It was a, it was a nice experience. Yeah, and they said uh, people love how we signed the books. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so that was that was a nice thing because because uh, I I wrote a I drew a really uh, not so good cat. Nina drew an excellent cat, and then you colored in both cats. Yeah, and people yeah. Uh, seem to really enjoy that. That's so if you cool. go to kids' books, I think they I don't know if they're sold out of those mm. yet or not, but. Um, Cool. Yeah. Cool. Still, still the number one graphic novel there. I casually looked over to just take a peek <laughs> as I'm leaving, as I'm stammering, as I'm trying to be like cool. Cool. Yeah. Oh, you're trying to be cool. You didn't know you have to be uh, kind of standoffish. Yeah. And wear sunglasses. Like, Whatever. Ha. <laughs> Strip fall. <laughs> land in a big briar patch. Big briar. Yeah. They went, I don't know why they had the briar patch <laughs> there. I guess they were having a you know a song of the south, of the uh, south. thing, which is an odd thing that, for yes. them to have. Uncle Remus. It's yeah. weird. I think, think they would have moved that. Why am I caught on a, a tar baby? Why would they even have this here? What a controversial there was, store. There was some con- road construction going on and it rolled. Oh, in. it was just tar. Yeah, it was just tar. Wasn't My it? mistake. <laughs> My mistake. By the way, if yeah. you go there, yeah, uh, you can get a discount. Why? We did a book. Oh, okay. That's selling very well at their store. Oh, cool. That's so, like, uh, you know, uh, after I mentioned that I was like the writer of the thing, it's like, oh, well, no, you get a discount. And I put, threw away my well, I, threw away my receipt, and we're like, we're doing the we're doing this again. Here we I'm go. I'm not okay. gonna say it. Why not? We have to say it. If they just do it automatically when you walk in, that's fine. But I'm not gonna have to. Well, they didn't me. know. Uh, they didn't know who I was. I expect them to know these things. Very good. Well, go and wearing your damn shirt, and you'll get some yeah, stuff. Okay, well, all right. So, uh, so Nina uh, Wait, what said, "What shirt? Do you mean?" This shirt? Stop showing. See, this is why fellows are telling you about your arms. It's because you keep like flashing them. <laughs> Look at my shirt. Okay. Why so did Grinder open again? <laughs> you should really take that app off your phone. I did like three times. <laughs> um. So yes, Nina wrote in and she said, "What if they made Sparks the, our book? Yeah, your book, our book, my 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 book, sort of the." Uh, the um are you i if i if i pick up a copy of the book yeah and i look at the back of the book mm-hmm. is your name on the book sure yeah it's your sure. book all right continue the um uh yeah so if they made it into a movie what songs would be on the soundtrack well this that sounds like an easy question right You're like oh so easy but then you realize you can't it doesn't really work that First way of all, because the kinks picture book because it's a picture book there. but it's not it's a movie now what but that's the thing. Oh, if right? they made it a movie. Yeah. Oh, if they made it into a movie. What boy, songs would yeah. be in the soundtrack? Movie. Movie. And so, but you think that, you're like, oh, that would be good. Like, let's say picture, let's take picture book as an example. You're like, that would be good. It's a picture book. Then you play, then you would put the song in the movie, but it's like, picture book, pictures of your mama taken by your papa a long time ago. Has nothing to do with the movie at all. Right. Also, it's sang by you. Well, yeah, not very well, but it's. It's fine. It's. It's you know, and then you realize, oh, this song doesn't actually work with the movie because because it's singing like like you might be like, oh, here's a good song, just a couple of guys, or maybe or no, that's not a good example. Well, here's a here's a good song. Um, oh, that's a good example. I don't want to give away too much of this stuff <laughs> for the movie, you know. Well, let me just say what what the problem is as well with this is. Yeah. Last week you did five cat songs. And there are two cats as the lead in this book. Yeah, that's you've fine. like you've like gone through your nine lives of cats already. <laughs> well, I did take a song off of the list that I was making for for Louise. All right, and I put it into Nina's list because I felt like that was the best song 
that was cat like and that song dear listener is a song by uh the comedy duo barnes and barnes you know barnes and barnes of course. i do not no well everyone knows barnes and barnes because everyone well, knows apparently i don't everyone knows fish heads okay well which, i know that you know that song so you know All barnes right. and barnes All which right. was made up of uh well most famously billy moomy mooney how do you say his name Billy Moomy. Billy, Billy yeah. Moomy, who was in Lost in Space. Right. More and importantly. Also, oops, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I would also say was also uh, the creator of, okay, here's some deep, you want a deep cut? Sure. Deep Here cut comes away. the deepest cut. Slice. That you're going to, that you're going to hear. Okay. Uh, Bill Moomy created a character for Marvel Comics called Comet Man. Oh. Don't confuse it with Captain Comet. No, of I the will not. DC. Okay. Not. So it's Comet Man. Yep. Well, you know, I picked up Comet Man. I read it as a kid or whatever I was yeah. in. Uh, and then uh, a, a few months ago, I'm on uh, Brent Butt's name drop uh, podcast, <laughs> The Butt Pod. And I ask him a question yep. that has... Uh, that has uh, uh, Haunted not you to this day. Well, no, no, no. Oh, but, it, but it was a, it was something that my wife wanted to know because we enjoyed watching Corner Gas. And in the beginning of Corner Gas, there's the opening credits as that's where you put them. Uh, and he's reading a comic book. What comic book is that? We wondered. Kept trying is... to look. In HD, couldn't tell. Couldn't tell at Trying all. to figure it out. Often yep. in the show savage dragon okay Could recognize that sure have we eaten uh, dinner with that guy who does savage dragon we dave have. we have we have eric Larson. we have we met friends there we did we met branwin biggestone there That's... at the time that we met eric larson That's right. and you said to him who are you <laughs> what do that. you do <laughs> what's your that. deal well i just was curious because they're weird they're introducing you people. brought him down at least five notches <laughs> well played you <laughs> i'm sure he's never forgiven me nope so anyway, so sometimes you see that. But what is the comic off the top? It is not clearly not a Savage Dragon. And uh, and uh, Brent said to me, "Oh, uh, that was uh, that was uh, uh, Comet Man." Oh, so so he's reading Comet Man comics, which was written by Bill Moomy, mm. which is, uh, is the name of the fella who did the fish heads. And now we're back to this. And also was Lost in Space was Will Robinson. Was Will Robinson Lost in Space? Please don't confuse it with the new Netflix series. By the way, Netflix, which Dave says uh, fills him with ennui or what have you. Uh, but that's coming for you on Netflix, which will probably justify me having Netflix for another month. Uh, maybe. Wait, right. The old ones are coming or the new one? It's the new one. You the, know the new one's not going to be any good, right? I bet it's going to be good. Uh, uh, so, yeah. He was also, he was also uh, in an episode of The Rockford Files in a really good role as a kind of scammy painter, street, street painter. He was also Oop. in uh, Twilight Zone. That's right. That famous episode. Yeah, with a kid who sends you to the cornfield. Sends you to the cornfield. Yeah. What, what, was the, what was the episode called? It's all about something. It's all about nothing. Things are really good and the future is nice. <laughs> something. They redid it as well for the Twilight Zone movie. Don't remember. So anyway, so Barnes and Barnes, as well as doing a song like Fish Head, mm-hmm. and a song of the... I mean, I won't say that song. But it's the first time I ever heard that phrase. And I thought, well, that's funny. But it's not so funny anymore. To in 2018. 2018, people don't like it anymore. But it was funny at the time. Hashtag funny, the funny at the time. Hashtag, Hashtag hilarious in the 80s. Hashtag leave it in the past. So, uh, but they did a song called Cats. And so I thought, well, this is the perfect song to start a movie about two cats. And so, are you ready for the song? I am. Here's Barnes and Barnes with Cats. Thank you. 
And we're back. Okay. A little bounce here. Then you probably thought, when you thought fish heads, you're probably like, oh, this is going to be strange. And now, those of you out there, do you know fish heads? You young people today, do you know do your you know fish, fish heads? heads? I can play it now if you want. Yeah, exactly. I'll play a snippet of fish heads for All you. Right, right play, now, ready? Play a snippet. Here's a snippet. Fish heads, fish heads, roly poly fish heads, fish heads, fish heads, eat them up, yum. Fish heads, fish heads, roly poly fish heads, fish heads, fish heads, eat them up, yum. In the morning, laughing happy fish heads. In the evening, floating in the soup. Fish heads, fish heads, roly poly fish heads, fish heads, fish heads, eat them up, yum. You know who would like fish heads? Mm. Cats. <laughs> Cats would like fish heads. Maybe I should also put that into the soundtrack for the for the film. Could for be. The, their feeding sequence. Now, would you say this is at the beginning of the uh, movie? Yeah, I would like it the, like near the beginning. or. It seems too positive, though, for cats. Because like, at be, the beginning of the book, people are anti-cat. Well, maybe not right at the beginning, but part I'd, of... I'd say... Yeah, okay, go ahead. You're going to say the end? I'd say so. Yeah, it's a pro-cat song. Like, By the end, you really like Okay, that's cat. a good idea, actually. Maybe I shouldn't have put that at the beginning. That's a good That's a good point. All right, reverse everything. We're reversing reverse, it all. Reverse engineering. Okay, this. so that's your, that's your first... That's one of five. That's one of five, yeah. Okay. Let's, there's no particular order. Let's say that. All right. All right. For those of you, by the way, that don't know about, the, about what the book is about, which yeah. it's possible. It's your first episode. Yeah. Uh, it's about two cats that uh, pretend to be a dog. And they're uh, hero- heroes, and they try to save the world uh, from an evil alien. Yes. Okay. So what do you what you do you try? Got? You try and find songs about an evil alien. Uh, uh, Purple People Eater. Yeah, but that's nothing to do with the story. All right. It doesn't really fit the story. I mean, yeah, you could put that. I could put calling or, in, calling rap. occupants of interstellar interplanetary craft in. No, but, but they're nice in that one. Hmm. All right. But uh, we are your friends. You're being friends. Uh, I'd go. I'd go more <laughs> with a rapture. What do you mean, the rapture? Uh, no, not the rapture, sir. Oh. Rapture. Blondie's rapture. Oh, but Blondie's rapture about cars from Mars? About uh, the man from Mars. He's eating cars. Yeah, but it's, well, it's only in the rap part of the song. Like, oh. The rest of the song isn't about that. Okay. See, like I say, that's the problem with the, the soundtrack from song. Like songs, you know, like a, a, I guess a good soundtrack really should just be all instrumentals. And so that's why I decided it's not for a this soundtrack. song. That's, what is that? That's a soundscape? What is that? Because they're used to like uh, when I the was soundtrack thought, of a movie is is the is the score of the film. The score, that's what it is. Yeah. The movie score is not the yeah. soundtrack. The soundtrack is the one that like has all the songs, you know, actual song songs, and then occasionally that are played I'll, really I'll quickly like, in the credits. Oh of the man, film. you know what I love? I love Prince. Uh, boy, I'm gonna get that Batman soundtrack, and it's gonna be great. And I got oh, it's not Prince. It's just <laughs> all the it's Danny Elfman, Elfman and around. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. I got uh I bought the Batman soundtrack by Prince in a can. Came in a little tin can, a little tin like a CD sized oh, okay. tin can, black with uh, embossed Batman on the front. Do you have of it. Batman in the can? Well let him out before I we... know that was the joke I like to make about that. I kept saying I'm gonna phone AMB sound. Oh, I apologize then and, for taking uh, your joke. It's okay, it's a long it's a long time ago. I have that album in a tin can. I have Pills' second album in a tin can. But that that the records actually came in like a film canister. Mm-hmm. There were three seventy-eight sized EPs. Oh wow! Okay. In a film canister for the Pills' second album, and then uh, for some reason I have a Was Not Was uh, single uh, in a cylinder as well. Oh, and I also have Ogden's Nut Gone Flake, the Small Faces. Uh, the CD, I have that in a, in a cylinder as well. Because the original album was round. The oh, okay. sleeve of the album was round. 
Uh, so they reproduce that by putting it into a tin can. I don't know if that's really reproducing it. What it really succeeds in doing is making it less likely to listen to the record because it's really hard to get it out. So if we had can. a mix uh, for, for, for our thing, it could it'd be like a cat food container. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, songs that are from cat food containers. Batman. Uh, Catman. Song of a Baker from uh, Ogden's Nut Conflict. I really don't remember what the What's Not Was song was. It's something about doing a dinosaur. Maybe? Yeah, Everybody dinosaur? Walked the Dinosaur. Everybody Walked the Dinosaur. That's the song. There you go. That's a that was a that was a tape. Uh, that album uh, was not was. Jeez, I'm trying to remember what the actual album was called. But it had a lot of that had like uh, Hey Dadam and Dog. Ju- what up, Dog? That's right. Yeah. Uh, hey Dadam in Jail. Yeah. A whole bunch of other uh, songs have, on there, and a wide variety of very, very, very different <laughs> songs that made you go. This was from an era where you'd have to buy the whole album. Yeah, you would not. This would not work as a series of singles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like I was going to say. So the next, uh, so the next song I thought. Let's go with just an instrumental for this part of oh, the story. Okay. So I'm not going to go into too much detail because I don't want to put spoilers out there for this, but this involves a fire. There's a fire mm-hmm. and it involves rescue and stuff like that. But is this the for, theme song to Emergency? This is not the theme song to Emergency. No, that would be a good idea. No, this is a song by the Beach Boys from their uh, scrapped smile sessions um, when they were, Brian Wilson was making what for him was going to be the greatest album ever made okay. uh was he's putting together the smile album and and then he kind of lost the plot and then couldn't figure out what the heck was going on and, and it fell apart but um while he was working it with you know on all cylinders he was making some wonderful music and one of those was this song which is uh, i all known for a long time as fire but also is often referred to as mrs o'leary's cow okay and it's basically like the sort of soundscape of a fire done instrumentally. And so let's listen to it now. You can hear Brian Wilson, sure. Brian Wilson's mastery of the studio as okay. he takes this uh, group of studio musicians and turns them into a fire. Sounds good. <laughs>
So there. Now yeah. I'm a little worried right now. Okay. Here's why. Why? Because um, we have a rule on the show that we started, I think, with our first episode, whereas if you hear a siren, take a drink. <laughs> and you just played a couple of minutes solid of sirens. And I'm worried that some of our, say, OCD yeah. um, uh, listeners may have gone, I've got to do what Dave yeah. and Ian say and yeah. take a drink every time. Yeah. And now they, they, they've got severe alcohol poisoning. Okay. I'd just like to apologize to any of the survivors. Uh Maybe we should have stipulated at the beginning of this that it's not actual sirens, but and, just and to those who didn't survive, yeah, go to hell. <laughs> we, uh, you know, you're Hi. you're you're weak, yeah, and shame on you. Well, that's a good point, actually. I, I didn't think of that, but that's true. They're kind of a little weak. Um, yeah, that's fire by the by the beach. That comes from the like I said from the smile sessions. It was never released uh, at the time. It never came out. Um, and actually, Brian is said to have burned the master tape of it because he. It felt it was scary, mm. and then it caused it actually caused real fires in the LA area. Uh, he was having some issues at the time, mm. obviously, and so remember he, only you can prevent fires. Yeah, by burning the audio tape the audio of tape that music. Of that that music. Just, yeah. yeah, so he uh, yeah he um, yeah yeah it's kind of sad, right. but yeah, it's I think Me- mental I think, illness not great. <laughs> but I think as an evocation of a fire, I think it's very sure 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 yeah very, the, the, the art the art uh, yeah. is is fine yeah okay. So that's number two. That's number two. Number three. Number three. So, um, so now there's an element in in the film of uh, of the adaptation of the book. Of the adaptation of, of the I of the book. I the book. I'm going to tell you. You like the book better? I did like the book you better. Thought, you thought the writing was a little smarter. Well, no, no. My my thing is, I like it better because like I can uh, uh, I can scoop up spiders with it and take them outside if they come in the house. <laughs> it's true. Whereas I can't do multi uses. It's very difficult to do yeah. that with the digital download that, mm. I, that I did of the movie. Well, that's why you have to be an old fogey like me and buy the DVD or Blu-ray. Like for the Blu-ray. But yeah. Uh, anyway, so can this be on Laserdisc? This can we could get not be on Laserdisc. All right, fair enough. So now there's an element in the film of the cats and sparks being chased like people people want to get them okay people want to get them is the is the book sorry i haven't read the book is it based on the cats and jammer kids no okay C- continue that so people people want to <laughs> people want to get get this sparks they're trying to catch it okay cuz they're they're afraid of it cuz it's, it's doing stuff and they're not sure what's going on oh okay so we're going to play this song now and this is uh catch me if you can by the dave clark 5 very good Here they come again, mm-hmm. catch us if you can, mm-hmm. time to get a move on, mm-hmm. we will yell with all of our might, catch us if you can, 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 now we gotta run. What's up for fun? Mm-hmm. When we're getting angry, mm-hmm. we will yell with all of our might. Catch us if you can. Catch us if you can. Catch us if you can. Catch us if you
again mm-hmm. Catch us if you can mm-hmm. Time to get a move on mm-hmm. We were young with all of our might Catch us if you can Catch us if you can You know what they sounded like? They sounded like they wanted some uh, girls to chase them. Yes, that's right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, Which was a mistake, and oh. thus was the end of the Dave Clark Six. That's just, it's one of the members <laughs> was caught, and we, no one knows what happened to him. Don't well, we assume he was torn apart by the by the girls, and then worn as clothing. Oh, so they were taunting Mayanids. I think that's what they're called, right? The Dionysian uh, temple virgins or whatever, the Mayanids who would get into an ecstasy of... Let's of... not condescendingly d- d- explain what Mayanids are to everybody. I think oh, we I'm all... Sorry. We all know. I think we all know what Mayanids are, Dave. Sorry. So I'm thanks. Sorry, all right? You know yeah. what? We all we all went to uh, the Mayanid Academy. All right. We all know what a Mayanid bird is. Um, so that's, all, that's, that's my favorite song that I chose because... It's like the most... It's a fun song. It's fun, but it also is like, it's so on point. It has like the least like, you know, kind of stuff where you're kind of like, well, that's pretty... No, that's not quite the thing. I don't know. It doesn't really work here. Oh, well. You know, the song to start off, you know, we're going to have a good time. We're going to have a good time. Axe murdering people. Come <laughs> with me while we go kill those guys over there. And you're just like, okay, well, let's start is, off great. Is that the song from They Come at Night? <laughs> That's the song that's Come at Night. You know, so you're just like, well, it started off like exactly what I wanted. Sure. But then it took some weird turn and you're just like, I'm not sure why. I don't need to know about that songwriter. Okay. Dave Clark 5. Dave Clark 5. They're pretty good. Weird that you put Dave Clark five at number three. <laughs> so right. a three at five. Very perverse. Very good. Um, five at three. So, uh, okay, now. Number four. There's a part in the story <clears throat> mm-hmm. where the main characters have a falling out. Okay. So, Fallout Boy. That's exactly what I went for. Fallout Boy. I thought a little emo was time, time for some emo. Perfect. I, I couldn't f- name a Fallout Boy fact, song I, with a gun to my head. You, me neither. All I could tell you was they based their name on The Simpsons. But I thought, suddenly I thought to myself, oh, it'd be fun then if you had like the Canadian band Boy that I played last week, mm-hmm. Fallout Boy, Badly Drawn Boy, mm-hmm. the who did the... Uh, Boys to Men. Boys to Men, that's good. Oh, man. <laughs> just need one more and we have our five. <laughs> it's got to be someone. Got to be someone. I'll think... Boys. Boy George. That's pretty good, but it's not really... I guess he did solo stuff. Yeah, Boy George. Okay, I have to listen to Boy George, though. He did do he did do solo stuff. Yeah. I'll think about it. Ah. <laughs> the look on your face is so delighted. <laughs> oh, that's so nice. I don't I don't even want to hear what the name is. I was just so happy to see that look on your I'm face. I'm pretty sure there's a band called The Boys Next Door. But anyway, okay. okay. Um, so this song... So, like I say, this is our... What do you call this? this the second act low point? Okay, sure. Is this what it is, right? That we sure. have? I don't know if you fall. I don't know if I'm doing a Sid Fields. You're doing a Sid Fields. Sure, you have, okay. you, you're doing the whole thing. You, were, you had Sid Fields open beside you as your writing sports. That's obviously. how. That's how I always write. I think that we naturally have understand what makes a good story. Yeah. And I think that all stories need that an element of of emotion between the characters so that it deepens what's going on between them. It was about friendship. Yeah. It was yeah. About and a, need, and, and, uh, it's an about friendship. Fr- yeah. I'm glad that you said that so that I could play this song. <laughs> okay.
That's that was the Cowsills, uh, who uh, were a pretty big singing group near the end of the '60s. Uh, they actually were the inspiration for the Partridge Family. In fact, they wanted to use them for the Partridge Family, but the problem was is they wanted to replace the the mum who sang with the Cowsills. The actual I can't remember her name now. Was Jean, Shirley Jones? Jean Cowsill. Yeah, they wanted to replace her with Shirley Jones, and they didn't like that idea, so they said no. So in a way, it was kind of a mistake in the sense that they're career kind of turned down and then Partridge families kind of went up but you know any band has a sort of natural lifespan to yeah. it and the Cowsills were more kind of rooted in the 60s harmony singing like uh, kind of uh, that sort of family harmony singing that that was very po- popular at the time not necessarily with families but you know bands like the association and things like that these sort of very elaborate vocal arrangements that were uh, very hard to do and took a long time in the studio to do and so they've kind of gone the way of the dodo bird just because it's very expensive to spend a lot of time in the studio, everyone trying to like match their sound to each other and, and figure out their parts around a microphone. So, uh, but yeah, that song, well, that song's pretty much on point as well. I feel like it's a good, no, that's it's good. a good, good, uh, 
Sid Field's second act moment. Two, so. two trivia things. One, as a kid, I couldn't tell Shirley Jones apart from Florence Henderson. I thought they were they're the very, same person. They're very similar, yeah. Very similar. Yeah. Um, when you're talking about uh, the friendship aspect of the um, uh, the book, yeah. uh, uh, I got into a little back and forth with uh, James Gunn on Twitter about that, where he's talking about um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. And he was saying how the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy to him was about uh, tra- characters who were traumatized as children, for okay. the most part, yep. uh, learning to love others and to trust. Very hard for people who have gone through childhood trauma. Yeah, to, yeah. and I said, uh, I said in a joking way, uh, the and the second, uh, the second film is about uh, punching God in the face for hurting your mom, <laughs> which he thought was funny. Yeah, uh, and a lot of people like came like, yeah, 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 but he he went, no, this actually he was saying how uh, I could just read, read he's sure. saying like uh, for well, he first of all did a thing about like when I say Gardens of the Galaxy, I mean Volume One, Volume Two, and also. Volume three is, is about that, but then he got more specific as we went because I also mentioned because of course I will plug Sparks at any opportunity yeah. that my book is also which is also your book which is also Nina's book is also about uh, characters dealing with trauma that they had and like learning to trust each other and find yeah. love yeah. and doing good things. Uh, so so James Gunn said for me, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume One is about learning to love others, and Volume Two is about learning uh, about learning to allow others to love you. Uh, but f- but both movies are first and foremost about overcoming childhood trauma, and in solely Drax's case, adult trauma. And these themes will of course continue in Volume Three. Hmm. Cool. And that's uh, kind of my feelings. Like if you're not doing stories about damaged characters, what are you what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> Why are you wasting my time? <laughs> so yeah. And you get uh, hopefully, I think, good comedy out of uh, out of trauma as well. Because I got to throw up my script for Mister Perfect then. <laughs> Why do you Mr. keep running around about yourself like that? Mr. Perfect. He's got He's such big so arms, you can't perfect. believe it. Check out these arms. They're as big as tree trunks. Hey, lumberjacks, get away. That sounds very unappealing to me, by the way. What? Tree trunk arms? Tree trunk arms. Ugh. Okay. Number okay. five. That's not number five, is it? No, you're coming on number five now. You Am just I? did number four, yeah. You did uh, You did your uh, fish heads, guys. You mm-hmm. had your uh, fire. Yeah. You had your other thing. Yeah, you've done four. Now we're doing number five. Oh darn it! Well, okay, I'm gonna cut out. I'm gonna take out. The, I'm gonna take out fire then. We'll cross fire out of this. <laughs> Did you do six? Because I didn't like after after listening to fire. I thought I don't really like it that much. So I'm we're doing six. We're doing six in a way, but this is we're gonna cross. I'm crossing out fire. I'm literally crossing it out of this pad. Okay, here. but we're gonna still play it for the nice people. Well, so we played. Can... Yeah, we played it obviously, but I, so the second thought, I don't like it very much. All right, so you get six. We're gonna switch to this. By the song. way, you got six last time too. Yeah, so it seems gonna... I can't help. I nope. say top five, and then and I get, you're always going to get six. I'm so generous, just like the Dave Clark six. I'm so generous before <laughs> before that horrible accident. Horrible ac- well, it wasn't an accident. It wasn't an accident. It was, it was, it was murder. It was mass <laughs> murder. <laughs> it wasn't even mass murder. It was just a mass murdering one person. So what do you call that? Is it mass? Wait a second. That's a good question. Because mass murder is, it is mass murder, murder of, a... of a mass of people murder one person. Does no, that count as mass no, murder? No, no, I don't think that. But I, it should it should do. What if a mass? Okay, what about this? Let me ask you this. What about people? So you got six people. Yeah. And they murder yeah. six other people. Yeah. But each one of them yeah. only murders one person. Yeah. Is that mass murder or is it just a series of murders? Do the, do the people who are murdering know each other? Are they coordinated in their murder? Because if they're coordinated, How I would well say do they mass. have to know each Here's other. Here's a better question for you. What if a congregation during church kills the priest? Is that mass murder? That's mass hysteria. Hmm. Okay. Number five, which number is actually six. <laughs> this is okay. So in the in the in the book, number five, there is a uh, a scene with a robot a- attack. A so robot you, attack. So you got Mr. Roboto. You got 
No, I did not use Mr. Roboto. Okay. That is not what I would use for that scene at all. Because no one's thanking the robot. (laughs) So. There is a robot in it that's an ice robot. In what? In our book. Yes, but this is not the this is not the scene that no, I nothing I'm, about I'm him. Eh? Okay, to. that's great. Yeah, no. and I say him, but there's you know yeah, it doesn't have genitals. Doesn't necessarily have to be a, a male or female. Sure, sure. I hope so, it doesn't have genitals. I, I I didn't look underneath the uh, the character, and I, I I don't know. Nina would know. So this song it doesn't necessarily have much to do with with like a trip lyrically. I don't know what the lyrics are for this song. Okay, but I just like the energy of it, and I feel like it would be good to play during a sequence like this. If you did this with a sequence, robot situation, a robot situation, and having to like you know stop this robot and, and everything, I think this music would be good for that. So let's okay. listen to it, and then sure. we can we'll talk about it after. Sounds good. This song. is how active that song is and then the image that you've got up there of the guy on the album cover is just him standing there <laughs> just casually when it's like such an active song yeah it's a the album i think is called uh black and white it's from uh yeah black and white so if you look at the full album cover it's all the band members kind of standing in weird ways in a white <laughs> in, in yeah wearing black and uh in, in against a white background i like that i like that song quite a bit uh yeah so that i feel like that would gives you like a good dynamic structure to have like a good action scene you know because when you 
in the story, it's very action-packed. But I feel like if you're going to do it in, in a film, you want to act a little mm. little bit more business to it. It's an intense it. scene in the yeah, book. Yeah, it's a very intense scene. Yeah, it is a very Pink intense scene. Prepare. No one may be mm-hmm. seated while reading this section <laughs> or seated in the theater while this scene plays. Yeah, and so, yeah, that song would like give a good background uh, chaos to the whole Here's thing. Here's going to be an interesting thing. Mm-hmm. If they do make it into a movie. Yep. And, you know, listen, hey, Pixar, we're here. Give us a call. <laughs> and if Pixar isn't interested, DreamWorks, we'll talk. Um... What about uh, uh, what about um, those one the guys who do do minions and stuff like that? Aren't they? Who are they? Are they DreamWorks? Who no, they? they're Imagination. I think. Who, who, who's who's in charge of those guys? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, we'll 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 talk. They're third on the list. Then. Third on the list. Okay. okay. What about uh, the company that does uh, Veggie Tales? Oh, that's interesting. Um, I have a lot of questions. <laughs> I have a lot of a lot questions. questions about vegetables. Did that uh, vegetable play Jesus ever in that? I really, I've never seen them. To be honest with you, I don't know anything about them. I just, it can't just. I be... like to reference them in an, an ironic way. Yeah. That shows off my hip credentials. When there was baby Jesus, what was he? A bean? Like I don't what have was to, he? I don't have to know these things. Frankincense. Uh, what was it? Gold, frankincense, and manure. What did they give them? <laughs> That'd be good. Oh, why didn't they do that? Stupid idiots. <laughs> so that was The Stranglers. The song is called Hey! Exclamation part, point, sorry, exclamation point, it. bracket, Rise of the Robots, no, my, 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 my question that actually is a legit okay. question, yeah. and don't let this influence you, Pixar and whatnot. I wonder if scenes that like are in the comic that are intense yeah. would be too intense uh, in uh, an- animation. That would just be too much. Too like watching it, watching it happen rather than uh, seeing it in still images. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of uh, intensity. Yeah, that's a good point. But I feel like that's the purpose of that sequence is to, it's a heroic sequence. So you need, you need a feeling of threat and you need a, uh, I'm going to say from reading Harry Potter, which is, which are published uh, in North America by Scholastic. Yep. Who's publishing Sparks? Scholastic. What a crazy coincidence. Um, I would say that the books uh, yeah. of Harry Potter, all these like scenes, they're super intense scenes, yeah. always play more intense in the book than they do uh, when, you, when you actually see them visually. When you see like like a snake's attacking someone, or like, in the book, you're just reading, I just think in your head it's much more mm. intense yeah, than it is seeing a CGI snake go after someone. Yeah. That you just yeah. can't, just doesn't do it. And you can barely see it because the, the films are so, they're so colored. Especially Chain. when you have to, if you have 3D glasses or some nonsense. Yeah, yeah. They have color. Still, some of the films, pretty good. So, okay. So, that was The Stranglers. The uh, best musicians of punk rock. There we go. And also fake punk. Strong statement. Fake, fake punk. Stated strongly. They're now, more... Dave, does this mean you have one more song? I, you know what? I guess I do. And it's kind of a, it's kind of a, it's not really a good end now because, because it's kind of a, Loki song, and it's not even based on the end of the it's movie. It's based on Loki so from we, the Avengers movies. So what we have to do is pretend that after this song comes Cats, the song we've played at the beginning. Ah, very good. All right. So that that upbeat song comes after this song because this song is very, it's very on the on the point. Like it's very, you know, it's a little too much on the nose. Okay. It just popped in my head right away. And in the film, as on we head the Cats nose, as we head towards the climax. Yeah. By the way, if you're if you're yep. full of static shock, let me let me let me send. Oh sure, it. sure. If you're a cat owner, uh, learn from my mistake. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had uh, staticky feet. I touched my cat's nose at one point. Ooh. It got a static shock. Had a little black mark on its nose for the rest of its life. Really? Always feel bad about that. That was my cat, Kinsey. Felt bad about that. Yeah. little burn from the static shock on the nose. Oh. Geez. Yeah. Hmm. So always ground yourself before you, talk, before you pet a cat. That's my advice to you. Or always have your feet in water. <laughs> Pro tip. Uh, so this song, so in the film, or in the book, not in the, well, in the film. Also based on the, the book, book. Based on the book, Sparks. Written by Ian Boothby, drawn by Nina Matsumoto, colored by David Dedrick. The um, the characters end up at the zoo. 
I'm, so, I'm just picturing when they're making the movie, Sorry. you getting so many calls at like three in the morning. We're like, what color should this house be? Because <laughs> apparently David, David Lynch is, 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 David is uh, Lynch. directing it and directing it in character as Gordon Cole. <laughs> well, that sounds terrible. Hopefully that does. I mean, hey, Dave. Oh. <laughs> Whoa, what? Uh, actually, what, time, what is he phoning at? Three in the morning? Three in the morning. I'm probably awake still. Okay. Me. Uh, so this this song. So can you guess what song? They're going to the zoo. Can you guess what song I chose? All right, now who's the artist? Or are you going to tell me that? Man, there is a lot of sirens. A lot of sirens. Okay, uh, just going to the zoo. The song going to the zoo. Are you thinking the Simon Garfunkel song? Which is at the zoo. No, going to the zoo. Zoo, zoo. How about you? You, you. Going to the zoo. Zoo, zoo. How about you? Okay. Uh, Anything by the animals. Anything by the band (laughs) the animals. House of the Rising Sun. Sure. We got to get out of this place. Sure. That'd be pretty good, I guess. Uh, No, it's at the zoo. Here it is. about a bursting dam we have a bursting dam in our thing no nope there are no songs about dams i mean maybe there's an old is blues there a song. song with the word dam in it oh i imagine so but the thing is is that like damn yankees the thing is the problem though is like there's yeah. no song called damn yankees in the in the no, it's not. Okay, darn it. but there is you gotta have heart but that's it oh it's like and what lola wants lola i'm just naming wants, all yeah, the songs sure. now from uh, damn yankees that's good. but you know like that's the problem like sure you could probably find a song about when the le- when the levee breaks Mm-hmm. By Led Zeppelin, there's there a song, you are. but 
Is that suitable? Is that suitable in that moment? You tell me. You're a soundtrack in this now. Le- Levy Break song. Why are you getting mad at me? I, well, it's, Jeez, you know, I'm just frustrated. Get mad at Nina for like uh, <laughs> suggesting this stupid idea. Because okay, so cause Nina, Nina, what the hell, Nigel, man? You know, Nigel wrote. He asked for car songs. Sure. I've done that. I've done it twice. I did ten songs. I did ones that were ironic, and I did ones that were like celebratory. When was this? When did you do this? I got it all written down. My piece of paper here. Oh, but I thought. But no, we haven't done it yet. But I'm just saying I oh, did that. I missed those episodes. And then uh, <laughs> Marcus wrote it, and he said, "How about songs about dogs or dog-related stuff?" I think yeah. he, wasn't it. Mar- it was Marcus, right? Pretty sure it was. I don't Sorry know. if it was. Sensing a theme here. We got like two weeks of cats, and now yeah, one week of and dogs. Then, do- and well, then actually, two cats for every dog. That is a good ratio two for Sparks. Two cats for every dog. Ba 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 ba. So uh, we we uh, yeah so and then he I've got those by the way when I got you, those songs chosen those make, songs are make done. sure you make sure you fix that and uh, make it sound like we did good uh, harmony there yeah I will okay I'll put auto tune please do um, we you know so those are done it's just, this was really hard figuring out like songs for a soundtrack it's really you sound like you got it you got it tough I'm no I'm really I am uh, I gotta tell you you got you gotta do a whole bunch of soundtrack about dogs Dave I'm, that's rough. That one's for Nina. Nina, how you doing? <laughs> Listen to the show? You having a good time? Now you're not. No, you're Get not. back to work. Rune. Uh <laughs> turn us off, turn Twitch on. <laughs> like no now I'm I'm more I'm more sympathetic to Randall Poster, for instance. Who isn't? You know, like before I was kinda like, huh, what did he do? Nothing. What, what did he do? I don't know. Who is he? What do you mean who is he? That's a good point. He's on No the, need to answer. He's on, <laughs> he's on all I don't want to know now. He's on all these different movies as the musical consultant. Okay. So oh, I of imagine, course. Why wouldn't I know that? So I imagine he... What do you mean, why wouldn't you know that? Don't you read work, read credits for films? I do. Uh, I see if I'm in the special thanks. When I don't, I go, fuck you, and I leave. <laughs> well, you must leave a lot of movies in a, in a fit. In a huff. In a huff. Yeah. Yep. That particular vehicle. So <laughs> he chooses... So, you know, he's the one who's like, you know, they say like Wes Anderson. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, I need a song here for this part. And he's like, well, have you heard Making Time by The Creation? Because mm-hmm. I think you'd really like that song. I think point. they say at this point, go, have you heard every other Wes Anderson movie? You know what you're fucking going to play. Mm. Here it is. I actually think Wes Anderson chooses his own songs. So like, I'm 100% sure point, he does, yes. When he was younger, he bought the Rhino collection of, of uh, yeah. the British Invasion CD uh, collection, which was really quite good. And then he heard The Creation in that. He heard... Bunch of other songs that he then used in uh, in his movies. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure he's got the concrete uh, and clay. By the uh, I'm pretty sure he's got all of his two. albums, and he's got yep. them all in that uh, KTEL record selector. Mm. And he just like <laughs> flicks one down, and then he just sure. sticks his finger in yeah. and just stops it. Do you don't think he has? You don't think he ha- has CDs? He only has records. Do I think he has records? Yeah. Do I think that Wes Anderson has records? No, I imagine he has records, but I mean. <laughs> Yes, but and an old-timey record player. But I also... Well, you don't need an old-timey record player, but I think he... No, I but think he also, do you think Wes Anderson has a modern record player? Or do you mm-hmm. think Wes Anderson yeah. has an old-timey record player? I think he has a modern one, because it's better. It would sound better. You don't want an old-timey one that wrecks your records. Wow. We have very different opinions of Wes Anderson. <laughs> do you think he paints his wall or has wallpaper? Do you think he uses... Wallpaper! A hundred percent he's got wallpaper. Here's a question for you. Do you think he films his movies with a silent film camera, or does he use a modern camera? I think he's got both. I mean, he makes. Uh, if you ever see the zoetrope of his movies, they're uh, fantastic. Were you purring or were you making the sound of? Film? I was making the sound of film going. Oh, through I thought you were pleased for some reason. Yeah, I, I do. By the way, when I am pleased, I do purr like a cat. Hmm. That's the other thing. Well, anyway, so there you go. That's Nina. why you've never heard the sound on this show. There you go, Nina. That, <laughs> never been pleased your, before. There's your soundtrack, 
And I'm, I, I just want to say I'm not mad at Nina for, for suggesting sounded this. sounded pretty mad. I'm not mad at her at all. You've I, drawn an unflattering great, caricature of her on great, this piece of paper. It was a, it's a great idea. <laughs> Nina, do you want to see what you really look like? I can show this to you later. Um, Is she eating like uh, vegan cheese in that uh, drawing? Hmm? Okay. The uh, It was fun. It was frustrating, but it was fun. It was like a real challenge. You know, like unlike, say, a list of dog songs, which, you know, it's like you can do walking backwards. You know, or my list of government. What's the song about walking backwards? I'm walking backwards for Christmas by the the goons. You're welcome. I will also I will also include in that. Why did just Blake Milligan by himself actually? Very good. I will also include in that uh, Billie Jean by Michael Jackson. Does that say walking backwards in it? No, but he did a moonwalk in well, it. Well, that's not the same thing at all. When you think about walking backwards in a song, what do you think about? You think about Billie Jean. Do you think about Michael Jackson? Do you think oh, about the moonwalk? Here's another one for you. Okay. Uh, green Isaac by Prefab Sprout on their album Swoon. Little Green Isaac walking backwards in the room. You think I can't see you. You're walking backwards in the room. Yep. See, aren't you happy with yourself right now? You're so happy. <laughs> I am happy. Oh, look at the big smile above because those big that's, arms. That's easy. Oh. <laughs> I just brought it up not for that. <laughs> oh, stop waving them around. <laughs> Knocking everything over. Dastardly Dan. That's a problem. <laughs> they're, they're, they're five feet long. That's what he meant. My arms are five feet long. It's really hard to yeah. move. You got to put some money in the meter outside. Just reach out the window and get it in there. <laughs> Man. And then I thought I had another song, but it's, it's actually Talking Backwards by Real Estate. So it oh, okay. doesn't, doesn't work at all. Well, here's idiot. what I'm going to say to our Dave, you gentle... Li- Do you want people to keep doing this? Or yeah, you- it's fun. All right. So uh, give Dave a theme. Uh, give us a song in that theme. And then he'll try and do five things. We'll do this for as long as we can tolerate it. Um, <laughs> and uh, if you think Dave missed one in his yeah. uh, list that's like, well, clearly you should have put this, let us know. And uh, we'll put it in. Now, how do these uh, nice people contact us, Dave? Because we're running out of time. Well, here's what you do. Uh, take a pen... I got a pen in my hand. What do I do now? A piece of paper. Okay, got a piece of paper. Wait, no, everything's on fire. <laughs> Sorry, I was wrong. I gotta try and stab the fire with a pen. It's not working. Wait, some of the ink is coming out. It is working. All right. Uh, and that was good fully so work. Take take your pen, take your paper, throw it away. What? Because you don't need it. You yeah, can write gonna, to us. I, pens are expensive. I'm not throwing it away. Okay. Electronic means such as dig this, everyone. I can write with electricity? You can write through electricity. You right. can write. What if I'm in the bathtub? That's not safe. <laughs> Dock yourself out, literally. Um, you can write to us by email, which is sneakyd at sneakydragon.com. We haven't had an email for a while. Come on, everyone. Write us an email. It's we really have, nice but this just went spam. It's been people going, hey, you want to like make your podcast be seen by people? Oh, yeah. And we go, no. No. <laughs> we're, we're fine. <laughs> we're fine. Do you want to be more popular? No. no, no I want to plateau. All I want to do is plateau. <laughs> the yeah, I like plateauing. No, the one the one you're thinking of is so dumb because it's like <laughs> you can get money, so you have to put an ad at the beginning of your show, and then they're gonna pay you thirty bucks. You're like what? So, what is that even worth it? Why would I want to like wreck our show? <laughs> With some stupid ad for some uh, dumb company that no one no, needs Dave, their junk. No, we are beyond that. We are not the kind of people who do that. Anyway, yeah. Sparks is available <laughs> by uh, Amazon.com or at your local uh, bookstore. Please That's pick diff- it up. It's available in softcover. It's available in hardcover. That's a part of us. And once again, if you want the shirts, yeah. the merchandise, uh, look up Space Coyote and then add the word Sparks and you will be taken to the site. Other ways people can contact us. Back to Dave. So, 
The other if you thing want a sneaky dragon shirt, go to sneakydragon.com as well. Sneakydragon.com. Uh, so you can write to sneakyd at sneakydragon.com. You can also find a little comment board, like a little place that you can write comments to us on our website, which is sneakydragon.com. Just go there underneath the show. You can find a place to leave comments. Then you can write to us. I love to read them, and I always mean to answer them, but I've been kind of busy, everyone, this week. So let me answer them quickly for everyone. No, I'm just joking. Um, <laughs> no, so, yes, maybe, yes, sometimes. Yes, that's right. <laughs> and you can also find us on Facebook, which is Sneaky Dragon. We grabbed that name while it was still available before someone else could take it so they could use it for their Skyrim but uh, fan page. But we did not grab it in time for Twitter. You know what? I think I kind of chose it that way. I don't know why. Oh, because there's another Sneaky Dragon out there, and the, mm. yeah. But anyway, we're Sneaky underscore Dragon. You can find us there. And we're more popular than that other person. And then uh, you also can find us on the graveyard known as Tumblr. And we have a Patreon, which is called Sneaky Dragon. And you know what? We had some other people send us some money. So oh, thanks. I thank you for that, thanks everyone. Thanks so much. That's really appreciate it. And by the way, when you do send us money, remember, make a wish yep. and it will come true. We are currently at funding level for what we do with the show monthly now. So that's very nice. I nice. like that. Thanks, everyone. It makes it free to do, and I like that. Uh, and then, uh, what else can you do? Oh, and here's the other thing. Why not, if you're a big fan of the show, write about us on iTunes? That'd be nice. That's nice, because it's, it's a way of writing to us that other people can see and is helpful to us because it helps create uh, some sort of statistical way of making our show um, more visible. And if you're in a car with a friend, why not force them to listen to it? Yes. Why but not go listen to it? And then they'll go, I don't like this. And you go, it gets better. It gets they better. go, when? Around episode 200. <laughs> then they start kind of getting into a groove. And then your friend is kind of bored, so he keeps talking over it, and you're like, you're getting frustrated because you're missing what we're saying, and so you're like, no, no, wait, you missed something. I just want to go back. And then you're like pressing back, and your friend is not enjoying himself, and it just doesn't work. So don't, well, do. Do that, but just know that you're you won't have a friend by the end of your journey. Who needs friends? Well, we just had a song that said that you need a friend. Okay, well, look. Here's what you got to remember, though. is A friend is just someone who's going to ask you to help them move later. And unless you're Dave, you don't like that. I love when people... I, love I know, no, no, no. Let's, uh, we'll get into that later. <laughs> by the way, every anyone who Dave makes five songs for here, yeah. lists, he will also help you move. Let's, sure, let's make sure. that a clear point. For sure I will. Yeah. If you need a hand, let me know. <laughs> let me know. What other podcast offers that? <laughs> We will move your couch. By we, fuck me. I'm not helping you move your damn couch. Dave will, though. A, it's fun. Yeah. So I like working with people. I like working with people in a, in a kind of a challenge that doesn't last forever. Because when you're sure. moving, there's an end point to it. It's not like a continual grind. And it ends right? with pizza. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't help Sisyphus move, but I will help another person Oh, move. boy. That is that would be the worst. Is like yeah. not being Sisyphus, but being the guy who said I'd help yeah, you. Yeah, I'll help you move your rock. Then <laughs> <laughs> you're just stuck there with it. Oh him. man, that'd be terrible. Yeah, and you feel obliged to stay there, even though you keep getting pizza and stuff like that. You're like, mm-hmm. you're like, well, I, I, you know, I'm setting it to help him move this rock. I gotta help him. Right. But it's just, yeah. You know, what must be a nice point in Sisyphus's day mm. is he gets to the top of the hill. Yeah. Got the rock up there. Yeah. And he gets to watch the rock roll down the hill. But it's like for that time that the rock's rolling down the hill. That's all free time, brother. Yeah, that's right. That's all nice. That's us. That's and our also, evenings. That's pretty good. You know what he does while he's you know what he does when he's when he's doing that? He's searching Netflix for a show that's good. Yeah. Rock gets to the bottom, he has to go back down and start pushing up again. Thinking to himself, damn it, I shouldn't have watched Ghost Wars on <laughs> on Netflix. Did you have you seen Ghost Wars on Netflix? Is uh, well here's what I assume is okay. happening in Ghost Wars. Okay. They take two 
teams of ghost hunters oh. each go to individual houses. Okay, yep. They mm-hmm. capture those ghosts okay. and get them to fight. Well, that show that you just described would be immeasurably better than the actual show that is on Netflix. Why? What's the war part? I don't really know. What the, the war is against... Is it two groups trying to find no. a ghost first? No, it is okay. not that at all. Okay, here's the show. It takes place in Alaska, although it's filmed in Canada. It takes place in Alaska because Alaska is a better sale in the States than, than Canada. Okay, so is it, uh, is it a fiction? Is it a nonfiction? It has Vincent D'Onofrio in it. So it is a As fiction. a Native American pre- Catholic priest. Okay. This is not... I, I thought this was a reality show. The, no, it's not a reality show. All right. The rest of the cast are unknowns. How big is Vincent D'Onofrio at this point? He He's seems to balloon every so often. He's pretty large. And again, nothing against people who get heavy. That's fine. I've gotten mm-hmm. heavy. But Vincent D'Onofrio... It goes back and forth, like uh, varies in sizes mm-hmm. to where like, I'm like, is he okay? Yeah. And uh, But he's okay, so he's a little bigger now. I just want to point out that I have not gotten heavy, but my arms have. Okay. Um, and so in this town, there's some sort of incident that happens, some sort of thing happens. Right. That makes it so that pe- people who die, their ghosts cannot leave this town. So the ghosts are stuck in the town, okay. and they're unhappy about it. And the, and, okay, and let me just, let me just ask uh-huh. you this. The, the title of this is... Ghost Wars. And it's not called Ghost Town. No. Because fucking why? Because <laughs> clearly that is the name of this thing. But I don't know because it made the, I only watched the, you know, the, only watched all of the first But episode. it should be called Ghost Town, right? Uh, yeah. Clearly. I guess. From what I'm describing right now, yeah. Where it goes, I don't know. So now this one character, okay. this young, young fellow, sure. he can see ghosts. So he can see what's happening. Now the ghosts have the power to cloud men's mind. They're like the shadow. They can cloud our mind. They can make us see things that aren't there. All right. So, for instance, they can maybe make you think that you are fighting a zombie. Okay. Which would be really scary, except that there's actual ghosts, so that's scarier. But you don't see the ghosts. Okay. Only this one guy can see the ghosts. Sure. Okay. And you don't believe in ghosts because you're, you're, you're a sensible person. Right. Okay. Uh so now the movie is so, or this TV show is so weird. It's like so tonally weird. Okay, like here's the here's the weird part of the movie or show. So the char- the boy character who's hated in the town because he can see ghosts and he's a weirdo. Okay. Not that he sees ghosts, but just that he thinks he can see ghosts. He's a weirdo. Okay. Are people in the town crazy because they see shit that they don't understand? Basically, people in the town are nuts. Cause well, this is a new thing that's happening, right? Oh, it's new. Yeah, yeah. This is just happening. These aren't old ghosts that have been in this I just town said, forever. I just said to you yeah. that something happened. Yeah. Oh, I didn't really give a time span to the story. It's a new, it's a recent thing that happened in this town. All right. There's some sort of event, and now the ghosts are trapped in this town. Okay, I, I, got, a, I got a follow-up question. Okay, please. How many new ghosts have there been in, since this time? Well, Why are so many people dying lot, in this lot, town? There's a lot of ruckus because, because of this thing. Like at least 12 for ghosts? Instance, like yeah, six ghosts? For instance, a bus went over a cliff. Oh, that's a lot. That of this ghosts. kid was on. Okay. He escaped. No one else escaped. Oh. He went to save this this woman. Okay. She died. He went to save her. He tried to save her. Tried to grab her hand. Right. She fell to the front of the bus, and then he he as the bus was falling out, he was able to leap out of the bus, uh-huh. save himself, and everyone else died. And so, so he, that's a lot of ghosts. And so he talked. That's to, a busload of ghosts. He talked to Pa Kent about this, and Pa went, "You shouldn't have tried to save her." That's right. And he went like, "What the fuck is your problem, Pa Kent?" <laughs> You're bringing it. What if I? What if I don't save you from a tornado? See how you like that? And like, I hope you don't save me. Well, then I won't. Well, I hope you don't. Well, even though it'd be easy if I could, yeah, Yeah. I'd like you not to save me. Mm -hmm. Well, fine, Dad. I promise I won't. Well, I like your promise, and I hope you keep it. I will keep my promise. Wow. Then, then Pa Kent goes up in a fucking tornado for no fucking reason. Does he? Yeah. In the in the movie he did. In Man of Steel. Yeah, it's dumb. I don't remember anymore. Oh no! How could I save you from from this tornado with all my powers? I thought that was easily. 
I thought that was from the Superman movie. Mature. This is the level of fight. It's from Hurricane Heist. Um, <laughs> oh. Which, and I, which I liked, but very few people did. Okay, continue. Okay. Well, annihilation. Uh, so then, um, so then he's in the police, he's in a police car this, uh, with this dead woman's son who is a policeman and okay. they're driving. Okay. And this policeman realizes that this boy is right, that the ghosts are doing stuff. Okay. And he apologizes to him. For being mean to him, it's very hard to find a sympathy card that for that. Mm, I'm sorry, I didn't believe the ghosts, <laughs> believe the ghosts were real. Are real. Yeah, that's a big boo on me. <laughs> I think you just have to go with the "I'm sorry." Just a general card. Just yeah. sorry. It's a kitten with a flower saying sorry. "I'm sorry," and then you open <laughs> it up and it goes that I didn't believe ghosts were real. I do now, <laughs> and it's the ghost of a kitten inside. <laughs> um, so then he's like, so then they're driving towards a bridge now because this kid can see can see ghosts. He can also see their illusions. So he can see. He sees through the illusions. He can see through the illusions. He can see that the bridge is out. (laughs) The bridge is is destroyed. Meanwhile, this policeman who's driving can't. And he says, "How did the bridge go out?" Oh, the the ghost destroyed it. Oh, so they also have the power to destroy a bridge. You didn't clarify this. You said the ghost had the power to cloud man's mind. I don't care. I didn't know the ghost had bridge destroying (laughs) abilities. They also have yeah some physical abilities. I, I don't know how they did it. Uh, this was an old made clear. It seems like a dumb ghost plan because, like, the second that you kill this guy, yeah. he's now a ghost, yeah. and now you've made an enemy who can't leave, yeah. and now it's awkward because yeah. now you got a ghost that you killed, and he's like, "Fuck but you!" You don't know. You don't know what you're like as a ghost. Your personality may change when you're a ghost. Well, you got to go to a ghost caricaturist, and you got to get them to draw you a picture. <laughs> oh my arms are so big. Uh, so, so then, um, so he says to this police policeman, he's like. Stop the car! Stop the car! And the guy's like, what? Why? He has all the reactions. Like, he's a slug-like, snail-like reactions now. And he's like, so this kid jumps out of the car, rolls out of the car, and the policeman just drives right over the bridge. Like, right over the bridge. He's okay. gone. Can I, can I say what I would do if I was he's that dead. guy? Which guy? Which guy? Uh, I'm going to be the guy who can see ghosts. Okay. And you're the, uh, pl- I'm the police cop. officer. I'm the dumb policeman. All right, Thank so you. stop the car. Stop the car. What? Why? There's a rattlesnake in the car. Why would that make me stop it? Because there's a rattlesnake in the car. You're going to stop the car and get out. Oh, a okay. rattlesnake will stop anyone. They'd be like, fuck, <laughs> rattlesnake. You get out of the car, right? I didn't know that was the trump card of, of all trump cards that you just throw down, like rattlesnake. I didn't know that. All right, here's the other one. Here we okay, go. Okay, okay. You try right. again. Stop the car. Stop the car. What? Why? I shit my pants. Oh, that would give me to stop the car. <laughs> That's better. That is the trump card, Then Don't trump cards. Whew. Yeah, yeah, don't go. There's That's, no That's bridge. Good. So, yeah. So, this guy drives over the bridge. Okay. There's another car following, and so this kid gets up. He's like, "Stop, stop, stop!" And they stop. They start talking. There's no mention made of this person who just dro- drove a bridge <laughs> to his death. It's like he didn't exist. It's like he just like he drove away, and they just forgot about him. So he okay, guy oh. who drove. They didn't try and go save him. Okay, well, no, he's dead. Uh, guy who drove off the bridge. Yeah, is he now a ghost? Yeah. How does he feel? Does he apologize to the guy for not believing him? Or is he know. mad for not, I, I not convincing him? That more. was like near the end of the show, and I, I, I never watched another episode. Is he an angry nor ghost? Will I, nor will I ever watch another episode. Okay, d- d- okay here's the ghosts something. are angry because they're stuck in this town. Se- sec- and the town is a boring secondary small town question. in Alaska. He died in his car. Yeah. Does the car have a ghost? No. Is he driving around? No. Is it a ghost car? No. Because that would be appropriate for a police officer. It would be very to appropriate. To drive around. Fuck, why is it called ghost car? <laughs> and, it's, and it's about a cop who's got a ghost car. Because that wasn't the story they chose to tell. It should be called Ghost Town. <laughs> From what I saw of it, your your idea you know what I'm going to say. Is Here's what I say. Yep. Uh, uh, first, first right name Netflix. of War of the Ghosts. Yep. Uh, one of two names, and I'm mm-hmm. going to give you two names. Yep. Ghost Town. That's good. And if not, yep. Shimmer. 
<laughs> why are you obsessed with Shimmer? I don't know. It's not you know being why? used for the other thing. Here's why you like it so much, because you were such a big fan of Dazzler when you were uh, when you used to be comics. You know what? I, I, I am upset that they changed her name from Disco Dazzler to Dazzler. I mm-hmm. thought that's when she sold out. Yeah, because it was better when she was Shimmy Shimmer. She would dance the Shimmy. Okay. Yeah. I know we've got to go, but... I literally do have to go. It's a yeah. lot of water I drink. Okay, but i got to tell yeah. you about this. Last week, we were talking about uh, Richie Rich. Okay, and we talked way too much about Richie Rich. I don't think we talked too much about Richie Rich. Fair enough. Uh, but th- but then I was uh, I was looking up uh, old uh, Saturday morning cartoons. Okay, and they had like a big list. Uh, do you remember a show called Goldie Gold? I don't. Okay. Show, is there a picture? Do you have a picture? Of yeah, there she is. There's Goldie Gold with her dog Nugget, not Dollar Nugget, but it was Goldie Gold and Action Jack, and she was like uh, the that. richest teenager. Okay, in the world. In the world. Uh, and like her parents died, as mm. they do. Yeah. Uh, she inherited all the money. And now she solves mysteries with her friend Action Jack and her dog Nugget. Huh. How Richie Rich didn't uh, just like sue her with his deep pockets. <laughs> You'll never know. It, it really looks like there was something there where they yeah. wanted to do something with yeah. Richie Rich and it didn't end up working that was, out. That was after... Goldie Gold? Come on now. That was after Richie Rich went bankrupt. After Mr. Rich went bankrupt. Oh boy, bankrupt. who got all the money? Well, I don't know. Like, just that wealth distributed into the world would, like, kill the economy, <laughs> would it? <laughs> really also, by the way, I think that kid, like, shits dollar bills from what I've, what I've seen. Pretty much. Like, it's like, like they, they, kick a, they kick a little mound, and then the dirt falls away, and it reveals a gold nugget the size of the mound. Yeah, he's it. got, he's got, he's not a million miles away from King Midas in yeah. that this is now a problem. <laughs> you know, oh, that's great. I think there is a story but about that one time. Where he just wants to be, like. Where, uh, where he just seems to be, keep stumbling upon money. And some, like, he's trying to be, I can't remember the exact nature of the story, but he cannot, he cannot not make money. Like this, no matter how hard he tries. No matter how hard he tries. That poor little rich boy cannot be poor. There you go. Uh, uh, let's wrap so up the let's show. Let's wrap up the show now. Because everyone's got a piece. So and our stomachs are bad. Our and we're over 50. And we can't so remember your name. <laughs> <laughs> okay, everyone. Thank you for uh, listening to Sneaky Dragon this week. We appreciate it. We'll be back next week with more hijinks. Mm-hmm. <laughs>